What's going on, everybody? Hey, hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome. So what we got going on here? We got, no, no, what's going on? Standing Stones, Tammy Johnson says, well, let the show begin. So hello, welcome everybody. Welcome to another edition. We got to open the door with Barb Harvin and myself. <laughs> Rebecca, crazy witch. Yeah, Stingray slotted in there. What's going on? And we got uh, Sherry Johnson. Hey, Hello. Sherry. We got everybody sliding in Catherine there. Catherine's here. Yeah. Uh, Liana. So we got Danny. a whole All bunch right. of Yay. good things going to happen today, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah. yeah, we are going to get it off. So, what we got going on today? Today, we have Robin McRae and Jen Appleton. Now, we, you and I have had Jennifer on twice, um, and they're both. Uh, lifetime have had lifetime encounters with uh, cryptids, paranormal, aliens. Um, if you haven't watched the shows, definitely watch Je- definitely watch Jen's show. Um, her shows. Uh, now you had you and um, Val had Robin on I, on on an episode, yeah, sure um, and that was great too. Yeah, we want to have um, Robin on Grizzly and I to give us her story. So we're going to schedule that for the future. But hi, Russ. So um, today, what they're going to be doing though is they are both very talented. Um, I don't know exactly. We'll ask them what how they feel that they um, you know what type of like power that they have, like whether they're mediums, I'm not sure. We'll ask them. Um, but they can really basically hear or or read a person's situation and they can give you some great insight on it. Um, and I know that 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 I can attest um, to because this happened with Rob with uh, Robin. I was listening to her on a show and I asked her a question. She had no idea about I basically said, do you know if I have any um, if, are there any Bigfoot around me and she told me i mean it was like spot on yes there's two clans one lives a few miles away but you also have one living on your property da, 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 da. i'm like oh my gosh she knew nothing about me so that was pretty amazing hey catherine so let's bring them on grizzly how, how are right. you yeah let's bring them on there hello hello hey, welcome jen and robin welcome to the show how are y'all doing oh Glad jen doesn't have, have audio Okay, you lost your audio? Okay. She's got no audio. Oh, crap. Well, okay. she did for the show. What happened? Yeah. Oh, no. She was there. You want to maybe, what do you think she should do? Well, go, out and come back do. In. go out and yeah, come back in. Where it's going to go, kabam! Yeah. And okay. she'll be right back. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's called that's called as grizzly's magic yeah <laughs> so welcome to, to, to the show I, can i say one thing before and then i'll be nice say anything that is yeah. the best intro to a show i have ever seen in my life oh what? my god oh, i was gotta come so on my shows more often I'm telling you i was watching it and i'm like oh my god there was like so much in it like the content yeah. To like lead you, I was like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Oh, I know about that. I know about that. I know." About it. But it was just like really cool. And then it got to the UFO one, and I'm like, "I just did a trip to Florida, and I was coming back, and there was a UFO outside the plane, and there was a gentleman sitting next to me, and everybody just assumed like it was a star, except they never grasped the fact that all the stars were like way up in the air. We were not, and it was like going. It was a big white orb, but it was like parallel with the plane." 
And then at times it would bypass us and it would slow back and go back along parallel. And it was a night flight because our flight was delayed. So it was really easy to see. And the guy was like, you got, yeah, we are you got back, Jen? Back now. Awesome. Good. There we go. This, this guy that was I was sitting next to, um, oh, thank you, no. Um, <laughs> this guy I was sitting next to, he had no idea. And he happened to glance out the window. He wanted to sit by the window. And I'm like, you can. I don't care where I sit. And so he, I gave him my seat so he couldn't. He kept watching. And then he looked back and he'd watch again. He'd look back and he's like, you know, I know this sounds really crazy and you probably won't believe me, but um, that kind of reminds me of a UFO. I said, it's not crazy to me. Like, it might be to other people, but no. So I pulled up my phone and I said, yeah, look at it. It kind of looks like this one. And I'm showing him UFO pictures. And he's like almost passing out. And he was really, really nice guy. And he's like, then he goes into panic mode. I'm like, you know what? It's going to be okay. It's not coming for you. I mean, I can smile and speak with the ETs anyway. I'm like, it's not even worried about you. Well, well do they know it's there? And I'm like, they probably do. They're not going to tell you. Okay. The plane is, nobody's going to tell you from the plane. It's going to be fine. Just sit and talk. I don't care what you talk. Wow. Oh. <laughs> She done got zapped. <laughs> I got well, her and got her next. Who's next? <laughs> yeah. Called interference. Yeah, for sure. Oh well, let's see. Well, that was a great story. That Robin, that, that really poor guy. Great. He's probably like, yeah. <laughs> Somebody give me a drink. But you know, some of the best uh, UFO footage has come off of people on planes. Yes. There yeah. was one that was on the internet. I looked at it closely. I'm like, I've seen that before. And it was taken over Japan, one of the islands of Japan. And I mean, it was huge. It was like the size Godzilla? of Godzilla. <laughs> well, it wasn't quite Godzilla, <laughs> but it was a huge crowd. And oh, it was a UFO. It, way, it could have been man made. Wow. Yeah. 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 So they, they've gotten some good ones off of passengers. Yeah. 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 They sure have. Um, well, well, wait. Is she, I guess. Oh, no, Robin. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, she does that. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, a couple more people came in. Um, I apologize if we didn't say hello already. Standing Stones. Debbie. Welcome. Oh, yeah. Hey, Standing Stones. Liana. Hey. Welcome to the show, Liana. Tammy yeah. Johnson. There Tammy she comes. Yeah. This is so there, crazy. Robin. Here we go. <laughs> Again, right, Robin. Right, Tammy. That's a good one, baby. <laughs> Trying to get... Me no grumpy. My name is Sky. Yes, that was a good story. David still talks about it to this day. Did she freeze up again? No, there she is. Okay, okay. I'm not frozen. I'm trying. There you go. I'm trying to get my headset to work. I don't know why it's doing it. Okay. Oh, I do. You do too. I know, but I'm trying to get it to go into my headset so I can hear better, and it doesn't want to do that for me. Well, today we're going to talk about cute puppies and kitties. Okay, so there you nothing go. to listen, nothing to hear here, people. <laughs> Let me see if I can get this goofy thing. Like I can barely hear you guys because it does not want to let me. Wow. Okay. Hang on. I'm working my way to you. Okay. Yeah. It's like I, I've got no sound. Now I'm the one without the, the sound. Something's playing games because. Yeah. Can you hear yep. us at all? There we go. Now I can. Okay. Okay. Good. I, good. I had my headset on because I have a lot of dogs. And I, 
try as much as I can to be responsible and not make everybody have to deal with what I, the craziness that I deal with with them and the noise. So I put my headset on to kind of filter that out for you. And it kept, then as soon as I got on, it was bumping my headset on and off. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, before I let's see. Rebecca really wants to know, but you know what? Let's, uh, we will, we'll get to that in a second, Rebecca. I want, um, if you two ladies could just, just take turns, just briefly just, you know, introduce. I can't yourself. hear you at all. Like I, oh, no. all I can hear is really low volume. Oh no. Um, like, I don't know what doesn't want us to yeah. be able to talk. But it really sucks because it's like I can't get to mm -hmm. anything. Like you're almost like you're muffled. Wow, and I can hear. Can everybody else hear me? Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Everything's mm -hmm. fine okay. on our end. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at I've got no volume, and, no nothing. And Robin, we can hear you perfectly. I don't know if she yeah. can hear me, but we can hear you perfectly. Yeah. Okay, as long as okay. you can. Like I said, I can barely hear you. I'm going to go out and come back in. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So Here, or, let me try this again. If I can. If you want to just, um, yeah, just briefly introduce yourself. And Well, as everyone here probably knows, I yeah. am a retired granny who has had a lifelong experience with Sasquatch. Recently, just recently, the past few years, realized that the dog man actually existed in wolf-like beings. I've been a contactee and an abductee all of my entire life. Mm -hmm. You name it, I've probably experienced it. And not all of it very good. Mm -hmm. And that's basically me in a nutshell. Um, what do you think, um, what would you describe yourself as being, you know, you, you really do have the ability to look at a picture or hear, hear somebody's situation. What do you think that comes from? Comes from probably, uh, I've always been different in that way and able to see energy, even if it's just in a photograph or around another person. I was born with it. I'm an ex extreme sensitive and empath. And um, the near-death experience I had when I was 20, when I died in that car crash, it just amplified the abilities I'd already been born with. I think the first time I saw a ghost, I was eight, four or five years old. My grandmother had lost her pet, her dog. Uh -huh. We were very uh -huh. attached to when I was at that age. And every day when I get off the school bus, it was, yes, it was kindergarten, so I was about five. Mm -hmm. I would go in, eat a little snack, and Granny tell me to lay down, take a nap, and Buster would always lay down right beside me. It was a daily thing every day. Our houses were only three miles apart. Mm -hmm. And um, two weeks after he died, I opened my eyes up and I was fixing to raise him off the couch and there sat Buster. And I reached out and went to stroke him and he just dissolved away. And I told my grandmother about it. And of course, you know, she just poo-pooed it off as a dream. But that was the first time I can actually remember seeing an apparition. So, yeah, I'm an extreme sensitive. Someone might even call a medium, but and I'm extremely empathic. And I think that just goes along hand in hand with the experiences, the lifelong experiences that I've had and that those abilities have just gotten stronger. That's why I can pinpoint in a split second something in the woods or in someone else's photograph, whether what I'm looking at in the photograph is real, a shadow or not. I can usually tell by the energetic signatures, just like Robin does. I can see the energy of it. I can see the movement. I can see through the photograph into what I'm actually probably into that moment. So that's why my eyes, I think Snuffy likes to call me Hawkeye because I don't <laughs> miss much in a photograph. Gotcha. All right. So Robin, yeah, could, do you hear us okay now? Yes, I'm good now. Awesome. And yeah, we can hear you perfect. So if you want to just briefly introduce yourself and and um and I had asked Jen what um what she thinks has uh, what kind of powers 
what, you know, what you would categorize yourself as, as if you mm-hmm. want to, you don't have to, but you know, um, psychic medium, um, whatever. Um, and I'm what do you think? Kind of, like, go ahead. I'm, sorry, I'm just me. I'm the, res- <laughs> no, I'm the resident weirdo. Like, I don't even know where to start with that. It, you know, for me, it started, I was very, very young. I never experienced my life without them, without my abilities. Um, the, talk to me about and show me images in my mind of even them protecting me as a baby like where something tried to get to me in my crib and then this giant gold energy bubble just appears over it so nothing can get to me um you know i hate the term psychic psychic with a passion am i yes i am i have done readings for people i can scan people i can figure out what's going on pretty easily i try not to unless i absolutely have to because i feel like it's intrusive people need their space they deserve their privacy um, I kind of live my life by the rule of just because you can does not mean you should. It's nice to have it in the holster if I need it, but I don't take advantage of it with people. I astro project. I can do remote viewing, um, empath. I do energy work. I do light work, open portals, closed portals, vortexes, you know, rifts, whatever I need to do, I do. It just seems to happen. Um, as far as with the spirits, I've connected with spirits my whole life. I have seen the apparitions from the time I was a small child. I've always been able to, I can speak telepathically with anything that wants to speak with me. Wow. So it's like, and yeah, exactly. No, yes, sometimes you just right. don't, need, I, don't yeah, fit, I don't fit in a category. I am the resident weirdo. I take that <laughs> with a grain of salt. I like that. I like that. I am the resident weirdo. Um, I am not your normal girl. I'm never going to be a normal girl. Um, don't want to be a normal girl. Pretty much anything that I seem to think like, oh, wow, that would be cool if I could do it just happens. So it's like, careful what you wish for. As far as the apparitions, I've always seen those. Um, I have a, a son that passed away due to being attacked by Shadow Man. So um, while I was pregnant. And so, you know, I've dealt with the bad side. I've dealt with the good side. Uh, thank you, sweetheart. I absolutely work for the greater good. I help people. I don't do dark things. I have no problem killing dark things. And I have been able to, and I don't have a problem with it when when it's warranted. Um, I love my cryptids. I deal with all cryptids. I deal with good ETs. I have dealt with, you know, the bad ones. I've dealt with the bad cryptids. They're out there. There's the thing people need to realize is when you talk to anybody, if they tell you that everything is all good or all bad, run like hell because <laughs> yeah. that doesn't exist. That does not exist. The thing is, everything was created with free will. Thank you, sweetheart. And so everything was created with free will, which means it has its choice. I would rather go and fight an entity knowing that they, like the reptilians, are not good. You might get occasionally a good one, but for the most part, they're not good at all. So I would rather go into that battle knowing that that I'm dealing with something that's already predominantly bad or predominantly good, because then at least I know where mindset we're at. But when you go like when you deal with the Fae and some of these other things, um, and I've had I've dealt with Fae before, and it was a very positive experience. It was not bad at all. But the reality of the situation is these are little beings that have one hell of a lot of power and are literally limitless to it. And they can go good or bad. And you don't want to be on the receiving end if they're bad. So the things that 
have the ability to fluctuate and go either way, you're more in danger of those than you ever are anything that's actually bad. But there is good and bad in everything, and that's the cosmic balance. It's always going to be that way. We need to suck it up and deal with it. You know, nothing is going to be all good and nothing is going to be all bad. It's like people go after the dogmen. Number one, we need to go back to the basics of the dogmen and understand that not just one thing created them. We have government-created ones, and those were created for bad. So we have some that were born of this earth and simply want to live their life. We have some that were created through various types of things that, you know, I really would rather not go into, but you also have ET generated ones and there's not just one brand of ET that has generated these things. So, you know, depending on where they were generated is whether or not they're good or bad. The ones that I'm around that I work with every day, I have no issues with them. They've been very helpful to me. They've been very kind to me and they're welcome here at any time. My house is protected. I have energy grids all over it, bubbles all over it. Anything that's on my property is here because it's pure of heart. If it's not pure of heart, it's going to get leveled, it's going to get outed, and it's not going to be around too much longer because I don't have a tolerance for it. You know, and usually that kind of stuff is like pacing on the outside of the energy grid. You know, I do bubbles for people. I bubble them, their homes, their pets, whatever they need done. I try really hard to help people. I just feel like in my heart that's what I need to do. I feel like our world does not have enough human compassion. Mm -hmm. And I think that we all have certain abilities to an extent. And if we're in a position in our life that we can extend and help someone else, shame on you if you don't. Really. Like, I don't get paid to do this. I don't want, intend to get paid for that. That's not why I'm here. Um, I don't think a person's wallet should determine if they get help. I don't think a person's bank account should determine whether or not they learn about all the things that are actually out in the world that have been not disclosed to us. Mm -hmm. So money doesn't enter into it for me. That's not how I operate. Um, I am teaching energy classes and stuff now for another company that's a little bit different that has nothing to do with cryptids. I don't let that line get crossed. If I'm going to do energy work and teach people, it's not on a cryptid level because when it comes to the cryptids and the paranormal, I do not get paid. I don't ask to get paid. That is not my goal. If I'm surprised anybody even cares what I have to say on any given day, but if somebody does, so somebody actually, you actually does want it. I know. They're wild. It's just yeah. no. I really don't feel like it though. Oh my um, gosh! But, you are. So it's but oh, thank you. You're very kind. So if anybody you know did want help or they did want to talk or you know download or whatever. I'm fine with that. I just feel like everybody has a purpose on this planet. This must be mine for whatever reason. And people find me if they're supposed to. If they don't find me, they're not supposed to. For the people that don't like me, I'm okay with that. You know, it's not an issue for me either way. I don't try to make people adhere to my beliefs. They're mm -hmm. mine. And they are, I've never learned one single thing out of a book that I know. I don't read all these books that everybody has. I do have some that people that I know um, has sent to me and I treasure those and I will read those. But as far as what I know, it's all based on my experiences, what the Sasquatch has taught me, what the angels mm -hmm. have taught me, what Earthkeeper teaches me daily, as well as other cryptids and my own basis for experiences. I just think that, you know, that way I know it's more true and it resonates with me if I get any other information and I don't feel that in my heart it's correct, I don't mess with it. 
you know, I have the ability to look at something like we get a lot of shapeshifters. We have a lot of ETs that are walking on this planet that have taken possession. I can look at a person and see them in the state that they are presented to the rest of the world. But then I also get like an inside link where I can see if it is actually a ET. Is it something that shapeshifted? So or shapeshifted. Wow. So I kind of come in handy and, you know, those kinds of situations because I've been in those before and somebody's like, I get such a bad vibe off that thing or off that person. Mm -hmm. I'll look at it. I'm like, oh, probably because that's not a person. <gasps> you know, I have something yeah. show up at my door that looked very human, that was yeah. giving me threats and was actually not human at all. You know, fortunately, I have that ability to be able to look at it and tell. So um, I'm a lot of people's 911 call. And I, that's fine. I'm happy with that. If I can assist in any way, that's what I do. So I don't have a job description. I don't even know what the hell I am. I'm just a weirdo. <laughs> I know. I love that. I love that. And, and I think I you're cried. so talented. And I, I felt like a weirdo oh, you. my life until I Me too. Well, I was going to, that's what I'm laughing. Yeah. That, all the experiences that I have. So I'm like, oh my God, there's another one. Well, thank God, but I'm so sorry. Exactly. But I'm so thankful. Yeah. But you know what? I truly believe that there are millions of us. I am, and I want to put yeah. this out there. I am not anybody special. I'm really not. I'm not an expert. I'm not anything special. I'm just me. Um, if I can help people, I try. You know, these crazy things have gone on my whole life. Um, half things want to kill me because I am, you know, a child of light and I do good work. Others, you know, the bad stuff wants me dead. The good stuff wants me alive. So it's just, you know, it is what it is. And you just kind of go with it every day, as Jen knows. Jen and I just kind of had this kinship from the moment we met because we literally get each other. Yeah. We get it. We get it. Because, we you know, it's like similar experiences. I got same cryptids around. Mm -hmm. Well, and I got hold of her a few weeks ago and I'm like, okay, major energy shift. It was actually about a month ago, and I'm like, I'm getting more abilities on it, yeah, on a daily basis. Don't know why. I mean, everything is a progression, so it starts out low, and it takes your whole lifetime as it builds. But this was like, in a course of two months, it was like every day I'm getting stronger. Every day I'm getting more abilities. I'm like, okay, why? Like, what's the next big thing that's coming? Because why am I getting all these? You know, and you always find out in the end. But I call, I get message Jen, and I'm like, okay, is it going wacko over there? And she's like. Not so much more abilities, but I'm just getting a lot stronger energy. And I'm like, well, I'm getting everything. So why? <laughs> I have no freaking clue. But this is what's going on. You know, and doesn't mean that we need them today. But maybe that's just, you know, one more thing in the holster in case we need a layer. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. But a lot of good things are coming. I've been doing a lot of work, paranormal work, the last week. And there should be another shift coming. Hopefully it will be oh, enough yeah. to help. Good. Good. Yeah, we can always use some good news in the yeah. in the spirit realm well, or what you know, energy yeah. realm. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, so our first question, and this is actually this was from Rebecca, but it was it's about my situation. Um, I got a picture of um I think it's, I think what they do is, and maybe you ladies can give me insight on this. I think at night, um uh juvenile Sasquatch are sitting in my backyard. Um, and I feel like maybe they're being placed there like for protection. I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong. Um, and once one time I got, it looked like little, um, like little, maybe 12 inches tall beings. And they had little row. It looked like they had robes on like little monks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and and like um i forget what something from a star wars movie i forget what that not ewoks but um i forget what they were but anyway do you have any do you have any insight on that that's what rebecca was questioning because the the monks Okay, There's so you're talking about the, the little ones with the the little robes? ones. Yeah. Do, first of all, do you think that is is this true or is this all my like imagination? I mean, oh no, is it's, it, true. it's true. True, hundred percent true. Together yeah, here, okay. yeah, and those are like little elementals or um, well, there there are lots, lot more energy to these beings than the elementals, but you'll often see them with Dogman and and any other cryptid that you have close by you. It's like they're little. They look like little monks or like yeah. little elders. They're very, they're wow. watchers. They're very okay. curious. You know, something well, about thing, curious about it could be just your curiosity about okay. what's going on in your woods. You're yeah. opening or awakening okay. and they're there to watch yeah. you. Awaken. Yeah. I have to agree with that, Barb. I think that you've always had, you know, a certain amount of abilities, a certain amount of activity, but I think there's something bigger coming. And I don't think that it's a bad thing. I, I agree with the term the awakening. I really do. And I think some more will open up. But I also think that people need to realize, you know, when they get into this field and they're like, oh, I just want to see a Bigfoot. And it's going to be mm -hmm. so great. And it is. It's an incredible feeling. And every time I see them, it feels like the first time all over again. And I'm blessed all over. But I think what people need to realize is these are a high frequency, high energy, multi-dimensional multi being. They can be flesh and blood one moment. And they are a human hybrid. But, and they told me that well before the Ketchum study, but in all of these things that they are, what people fail to understand is all of these beings, these cryptids, these dimensionals, the elementals, anything that comes in and out of portals, the ETs, all of these are all high frequency, high energy, and they all hang on around each other. And so they're all going to band together. If you see one, there's going to be more. Like, just already go into that mindset going, oh, okay, might have a big foot today, but God only knows what's going to show up tomorrow because it's going to happen. <laughs> That's just the way it works. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. I have seen these beings out in the woods, and they look like, like you say, about 12 inches tall. But when, in reality, what they're doing is they're compressing their energies down to come to a lower vibrational frequency, which is our world. So oh, it wow. Makes Taller than they actually are. Okay. You made them up yeah, there on a ship. You're looking up like this. Oh, and stuff. wow. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's wow. Yeah. And I agree. And then realistically, every single one of these things can shape shift. Yes. Now, if you don't know that you want everybody to see you, are you going to come forth as a 12 foot tall Sasquatch or are you going to compress your little body down to a six inch doll? You well, know, you're going to be less cornfield and look at yeah. it with a human face, but in reality, it's a Sasquatch. Yes, yes. Exactly. It makes it really hard. And that's where, like, when I teach energy classes, this is what I focus on with people. And it has nothing to do with cryptids. Everything has an energy signature. I don't care if it's your toothbrush. It has an energy signature. Mm -hmm. And you learn to read them just like you do someone's hand signature or someone's thumbprint. So when you are to the point in the level with these things that you're speaking with them, Something can come at you and tell you it's Winnie the Pooh and you're a big Winnie the Pooh fan and you think, oh, right. that's so great. The essence of it is it could be Satan himself, you know? So that's why it's oh, so yes. vital mm -hmm. that you learn these energy signatures. So what you would do, Barb, in your case, when you've got these out there, get a feel for them. Try to zero on them individually and feel what they feel like so that if something comes to you 
or if you can't see it, but you get the feeling for that energy, you know who it is. It's like my mm -hmm. guys, my core guys. I can pick them out of nothingness. Like I don't even have to see them. All I have to do, you know, Shadow had been gone for a while and I knew he was coming back, but I didn't know when. And I really missed him. I was at home one day and it had been quite a while. All of a sudden I just, I felt that energy and I was like, oh my God, you're back. And I hear this laughter and he says, yeah, I'm back. And I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't have to see him. I mean, I got pictures of him the next day, but I didn't have to see him. I knew he and was Shadow, back. I don't mean to interrupt. Explain who Shadow is. I know, but I don't know. You know. Yeah, okay. Know. Shadow is years ago when I was in the state of Michigan. We had moved to this property and it was the greatest place on the planet. And the footstair left when I did. But I knew that he was out there and I kept getting an image of a white male, Bigfoot. He looks very, very human, but there's not one ounce of flesh on him that is, you could, is open. It's, he's covered in here ever, even his eyelashes. Wow. And he's got, he's um, Caucasian. And so I would go out in the woods and he would follow me. And at first I never saw him, but I, I knew what he looked like because they always show me them in their mind in my mind so I can, you know, get a description. Like if I talk to him, they'll give me the visuals and everything. And I was like, I know you're there. I called him Shadow because he follows me everywhere. Like oh, literally okay. follows me yeah. everywhere. So that's where the name Shadow came from. It was like, okay, you're my shadow, let's go. So this went on for a long time before I finally got the visual of him. And then he did eventually at one point, I was standing out in the side yard of the house, you know, and it was all an open area there. And he just walked right up to me in the yard. So in physical form, which was really awesome. Wow, that is really yeah. oh yeah. um thank you for sharing that. That's really so cool. I'm just yeah, the you, everybody's just freaking out. I mean, it is. This is so uh, this is so amazing. Um so I had uh prior to the show, I had sent um both of you ladies some pictures and I'll just briefly describe um a friend of mine, uh Debbie kind of reached out to me and um said this is her situation. She recently moved to a beautiful farmhouse in Illinois. She lives along like a um, you know, rural community and, and has uh, cornfields, you know, in her, in her yard. And it's just yeah, beautiful. Yeah. She um, has she's a cancer survivor and she also pretty recently lost her husband. So this is like a new start. OK. And she was so excited. She said it's so peaceful. It's so beautiful and it's so serene and, you know, loves it. Um, about, I think it was, let's say about two weeks ago, she's closing her blinds at night in her kitchen and she saw it. Um, this like a big black mass uh, kind of, she said like hunched over and it, and when it like maybe caught sight of her looking at it, it like zoom, like ran. So yeah. she thought, well, wait, is that, she turned around, wait, like, is that something? And she said, I'm hope it's not in my house. Turned around, looked around, nothing. It wasn't in the house, you know, nothing in the house. Um, so she didn't really, you know, she had sent me a message and I'm like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, something else. So then um, late last week, she's just sitting out in her, in her yard um, during the day. Um, she has a dog who she just loves her beautiful little dog. Um, and they're sitting out there and all of a sudden she notices this, um, uh, like something in the corn that doesn't seem like a big black, like a, like a mass. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like a big black mass. She said like something's there, but I'm not quite sure. Um, it was um, during the day. So the sun was basically shining on it. So she, but she, you know, so that uh, where that thing was standing, it was very, very dark. So she took a picture 
and she took two pictures and she sent them to me. She said what she did remember was that um, while she knew it wasn't like a person or it was something where she could, she remembers the like long black straight hair that was kind of blowing. She could mm -hmm. see it blowing. Okay. Um, so I said, well, you know what? I'm going to ask my friends. And then, and then I thought, you know, we'll, we'll ask and have you uh, do the explanation on the show. Um, now, here's where it gets weird. And I'm glad I said something to you ladies because I wasn't even going to say about this. So Sunday night, she's sitting out um, again and sees something again in, in, the, in the shadows in the corn. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you. I forgot to say this. Let me go back a little bit. She went out the next day after she saw that thing and, and she got up enough nerve, went out and looked in the corn. And there was, a, you know, an impression of where this thing was of standing. I mean, it was clear something was yeah. standing in there. Yeah. So, OK, uh, Sunday out sitting. And this is I think it was a little bit later uh, toward the evening. Maybe she's sitting out there and she feels like something's watching her now and she can kind of see that it's, it's lower down in the. So she takes a picture kind of she was. I think getting creeped out, goes inside, looks at the picture here. There is a a, pic, a face of a man that's very distinct. Like it's plain as day, this face of this man. So she called the police and the police came out and they they went out and saw where this thing was laying. And, um, you know, and they're going to, I don't think they've had any sort of resolution of, of who this human is. Um, so what is your lady's take on this, on Debbie's situation? When I know what mine is. I don't know, Jen. Do you want to go first or not? You go right ahead, Robin. Yeah, you. My, it was not a human. You compare the size of that head to this. Okay, she said the corn stalks were nine feet tall. It was right? nine. Yeah, nine about nine feet tall. Yeah. Thirdly, when you plant corn, you've got at least two feet, two and a half feet in between each row. So the mm -hmm. head is up off the ground in between these two stalks of corn. And you take in your mind and yeah. see the size of the head and stand him up. He's going to be over nine feet tall. So <laughs> I don't know any basketball players that are even nine feet tall. Yeah. There's, um, there's beings okay. that, as we have said, they can shape shift or they can it present themselves looking totally different than what they look like. Mm -hmm. So my instincts on that is it is um, it's a sass or some other being that's just looking at her saying hi because he's laughing because there's yes. yeah. a wolf-like being right behind her and then there's a sasquatch right on the other side. So they're just in a group there looking at her and he's actually laughing and smiling at her. So, yes. <laughs> so, you know, it, but it was, they were never going to find a human in that corn patch. Okay. They might've found some no. Bigfoot or some dog man, but they weren't going to find a human. Not that size. Yeah. Yeah. That's just my opinion. What do you think what about you that? Think? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Thank you. Um, first of all, there's Sasquatch energy all over it. So, Right. Regardless of the photo or whatever, it's loaded. Um, that's not the only one around. You know, like you said, they all like to hang out together. But I think even with the picture that she got, we need to, and I'm one of these people I analyze. I look at the deeper meaning. I look at the deeper everything. Um, it helps me keep people safe. It helps keep me safe, give people some peace of mind. You had mentioned, too, that this is a woman that has now been widowed, correct? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Yes. When you go into their culture, when you go into their clan and there's a widow or there's been a death or whatever, the rest of the clan will come forward to try to care for the one that has been left without a mate. Mm -hmm. So I really strongly pick up energy from that, that they do care for her. They do love her. It's a protection thing around her. That doesn't mean that you can get so giddy with it that you're not careful because you don't know what's going to come in and out at times. But generally, 
um, this is a, a positive thing. Mm-hmm. They're there for her. Okay. Eventually, they're going to start pushing that good positive energy on her to help get her through the day, make her feel better, maybe have a, a few days that are a little less painful than the day before. Now you're talking about the corn. Okay. We have to understand that they are a type of people. They're far from stupid. They are getting ready for winter to be coming. If there's an abundance of food anywhere, they're going to stockpile it. Mm -hmm. So when you have these cornfields, not only do the deer go into the cornfield, which makes it very easy for any of these cryptids to get a meal, but they also will go in and they'll take random pieces of corn all over through that. So it's not necessarily picked clean in one spot. They gather it, they take it back, they store it, whether it's underground in caves, whether it's in regular caves, whether it's wherever they want to store it, they are. So they're getting food from that, not just for that one meal of the day, but they're also getting it because, you know, winter will come. Mm-hmm. They're going to start stocking now. They also plant, they also cultivate, they, they know what they're doing, and things are set up for the seasonal things that they need. That's why people are like, oh, they're not around anymore. It's winter. The hell they are. And I've seen just as many in the wintertime as they don't migrate. <laughs> get that out there. Makes no sense. migration. No. Okay. So, like, when you get, like, you go to Colorado and Pikes Peak and they follow the elk herds. Yeah. They have hunters from the clan that will leave that clan to go follow the elk herd to get food to bring it back. That does not mean the whole clan is migrating. Okay. One mm-hmm. of mine that I'm very close to and have been for years. When I lived in Michigan, his mate is actually from um, Texas, and she was originally born in Florida. She likes the the warm weather. So in the wintertime, she'd be like, love you to death, be back when it's warm. (laughs) She'd go down to Florida, and she would come back on and off throughout the winter, but she she would not stay there for the whole thing because it was cold. So you do have a few individuals like that. But as far as your friend, I felt it very peaceful. I didn't Mm -hmm. feel negativity in it. I, I mean, I will go through every pixel on a photo and find what needs to be found in it. And then people are like, well, there's really nothing there. No, it doesn't look like anything there. But I can also tell if it's residual energy from before. I can tell if it's, it's the energy because one's actually standing there close. I can tell you the sex. I can tell you what it looks like. I mean, I can do all that. But it, it doesn't even matter. It's relevant for this situation. The situation mm-hmm. with this that I got was they are coming around. They're protecting. She's obviously Mm -hmm. gone through a lot of trauma because of this Mm -hmm. they're going to be mindful of that um are they getting a little close to the house they are this is where she can in her mind because please understand that if you are familiar with mind speaking you might speak it's great if you don't mind speak just because you can't hear it doesn't mean they don't it's not it doesn't have to be a two-way thing so in her mind, she needs to say, you know what, you're starting to frighten me a little bit. Please stand back away from the house. as long as, And this is important. You, you always say to them, as long as you're here with a pure heart and in peace, you're welcome to be here. Mm-hmm. However, please, you know, it's a little frightening to me. I'm not ready yet. If you yeah. could please stay a little bit farther back from the house. That doesn't guarantee they will do that. But it does mean that a lot of them do take that into consideration and listen. Okay. But they're gathering food from that area. Mm-hmm. They are keeping an eye on her. And they were there before she was. Do you do you sense any dog men? She felt like she sensed yes. like, okay. Right. Yeah. But I'm not picking up anything aggressive. I don't see anything mm-hmm. like putting her down or, or anything like that. Um, um, I, I told- also think that there is more than just the Sasquatch and a dog men, a couple of the dog men there. I mean, there are multiples of both, by the way. But I also pick up a cat person there. Oh. Okay. Um, now I've got two. 
and they aren't hanging real tight with the other ones, but because of the energy that's there, that's, that's there as well. She's got little people running around, and she does have a very small open portal that it doesn't appear that the staff watching the dogmen are using. It's more of a portal that's being used for the dimensionals and the elementals. Oh, wow. Wow, thank you. That's amazing. Um, I told her to be careful with her dog, right? I mean, that's what yeah. I'm... Yeah. yeah. The, and, the thing is, is with the dog, everybody's like, oh, the Bigfoot hates them, the dogmen hate them, they're going to kill them. That's not true. I have 14 dogs, and they go in the backyard and play with my dogs, okay? That is not true. I have too many pigs. They've never put a, harmed a hair on their head. Um, they don't bother the cat that I have, and unfortunately, my house is home base for every feral cat in this <laughs> county. I mean, I, you don't even want to know. It just sickens me. I open my door, and there's like Aww. 15 ferals sitting on my front porch, but I guess everybody has to go somewhere. So they don't hurt them either. Okay, here's the key to the whole dog thing. And this is the easiest way I can explain it. If you have your child outside and your child is playing in the yard and a wild coyote, wolf, dog, whatever, comes and runs at your child, there is nothing on planet Earth you will not do to protect your child. You will kill that dog. You will do what you have to do to protect your child. What people don't realize is when you have these dogs and the owners don't control the dog, and they're barking and screaming and going on and going on. That is now a physical threat to them and their family and their children, as well as themselves. Those dogs will be taken out. Not because they hate animals. They do quite well with animals. They use all the animals in the woods as pets and other things. And they're, you know, they're very good with them. But at the same time, we have to be realistic and say, we seem to have two sets of laws. Mm -hmm. What we will allow ourselves to do and what we allow them to do. And that's not going to work. Right. Their laws and our laws are not the same. Their world, Our cultures are not the same. The worlds are not the same. So when you have a situation, and I had to deal with it here, in South Carolina when they hunt deer, they just simply cut the deer loose on the, or the dogs loose on the road because the snakes are so bad people don't want to go in the woods. So they let the deer or the dogs loose in the woods. For days on end, they chase the deer out mm. onto the road, and then the hunters tag them. It's disgusting. Okay, but if the dogs don't bring out any deer, they just leave the dogs. They dump them all the time here. And we had four or five of them that were running, and they kept attacking the foots and attacking the foots, and they would get hold of me, and they're like, do something, get these dogs away from me. So I'm constantly going out in snake-infested woods trying to do this. I'm zapping, because yes, I know how to zap. I'm zapping the dogs, trying to get them to leave the Bigfoot alone. And they tolerated this for about a week to a week and a half. And they finally said to me, we can't do this anymore. They almost got a child. Oh, and I'm like, at this point, there's nothing else I can do. I don't want these dogs hurt. I'm a massive animal lover. And there's nothing I won't do for my animals. But I can understand where they're coming from. And they said, please forgive us, but we have to kill them. And they did. And it was the most horrific thing I've ever had to listen to in my life. Oh, and I was like, just please get the bodies out of here. I don't want anybody to know you did it because they're going to come hunting for you. But this is after a week and a half of them attacking their children. Yeah, that's can't. We would never allow never our children allow that, to be right. There's nothing else that can be so, done. That's right. Yeah. And so when you have, you know, there's been a couple that have seen dogs in pens and literally ripped them out of the pens. But these are dogs that are allowed out in the pen to scream and bark and be aggressive and growl. And when the Sasquatch come by, there's aggression through the fence with them. They are now considered a physical threat. So just understand that it's not always as it seems, especially in their world and their culture. It's not a matter of defending them. It's about being real. 
-hmm. You know, some of the things they do are horrifying and I can't defend it. Mm -hmm. And I've gone up against the bad Sasquatch as well. But my point is there are two sides to every story and we need to be clear on what's going on before we assume. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Standing stone. I think this was a question. He was saying that, um, I saw something on the way to work about eight months ago that freaked me out. It ran across the road on the way to work um, at dawn and it was pitch black. And he also said, uh, let me find that. Um, do the Bigfoot faces look like a gorilla back maybe with wrinkled okay. forehead? Saw a photo of a supposed Bigfoot at the railing on a, on a porch and it was very clear. So any insight on what he could have seen that day? Some of the wood burgers look like that, but now they all look different. You think about how different we all look. Mm -hmm. Everyone mm -hmm. is individualized. There, exactly. you will never find two that look alike. Mm -mm. Um, so I've seen they're, they're every human, shape, every some, color. Yeah, yeah. So they it very well could have been a wood booger. I mean, some of those I, deeper in Louisiana and deeper in the South that might, that do come up this way hunting. They do tend to look more gorilla-like, but the ones I've seen here, no. I've seen some with very human-looking, with with hair, to ones that look like the sass patty squatch. So they're just all different. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any idea um, yeah. on what Robin, on what he right. saw? Was it running off all four? Did it look canine and it's running, or was it running on two legs? If you can just, if you want to know that and you can just answer us that, let me go down to the. Um, myself, I, I tend to think it, it's, yeah, it's just another type of a Sasquatch. Okay. It, it's not anything dramatic. Um, it's frightening when people see them that haven't seen them before because they do look so drastically different. And we have people that have very preconceived notions on what they're supposed to look like. I agree with John 1 billion percent. They are not all alike. Everyone is different. The shape of the head is different. Mm -hmm. The shape of everything on their body can be different. Um, we also need to be aware of the fact that they have every single different skin coloration from a red skin to a Caucasian to black to brown. They're, everything on them is different. And I, it's really hard because people need to understand the complexity of these things. There's nothing, there's not just one easy answer for anything. It's layered. It's constantly layered. And people will listen to you and they're like, well, then you don't know what you're talking about because you keep changing it. I'm not changing anything. I'm telling you the truth. There's a complex amount of layering on every answer to every question. It's not trying to avoid an answer. It's being completely transparent and honest. Mm -hmm. Don't you agree, John? I do agree. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Um, everybody has this pre-designed concept that a Bigfoot has to look like Patty or mm -hmm. or they're using the AI programs to generate photographs and pictures and art. Well, that, that program is only going to allow them to do an ape-shaped face with the, mm -hmm. the spacing of the ape eye and the shape of the ape eye. They're not apes. So very yeah. rarely see one that looks like one in the face. Yes, yeah, some of them have a pronounced brow. Some of them have an elongated jaw, but they don't look like an ape. Okay. I've seen some that yeah. look Shadow doesn't human. Shadow looks 100% human, only covered in hair. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well. Yeah. He has Caucasian skin. There is no place on this boy that there is not hair. And he has where he actually greases his hair back. I don't know what he uses, but it like greases back like that. And he's got short hair all over his entire face. You can see the white skin underneath. 
But even his eyes, I mean, I was standing like less than 10 feet from him. Even his eyelashes, above his eyelashes on the, the skin on the eye and his eyebrows, all hair. The inside of his ears were all, all the short, short, short little hair. It's just a riot. It's just like Caleb, the one that stepped right out and showed himself to me and Sheree when she got hit with infrasound that time. He's jet black. His skin is jet black. But he looked very human. His face was extremely human. It was just dark black. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they just look different. Not all of them have that appearance of looking like like a wood booger or a gorilla type. Yeah. And all of these things can go from an upright position down to all fours and move at the yes. same light. And they please can. don't forget the fact that they do belly crawls so they can go down on their belly. And the best way to tell you is if anybody ever watched the Scooby-Doo cartoons, and you saw Scooby-Doo <laughs> up on his, on his fingers <laughs> and his toes going, yeah, ding, 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 ding. Every time I watch him do it, I go, oh, my gosh. Yes. And they, they do it, and they are so fast. And they yeah. find it incredibly funny in the tall grass to come up behind us, take their hand, and just wipe our legs out from under us and drop us on our ass. I mean, they just think that's such fun because they have this bizarre <laughs> sense of humor. <laughs> They haven't done it to me, but they've got close enough to me to do it. And yeah. I'm like, you do that. And I'm zapping back. I'm just, <laughs> I may not be able to zap as hard as they do, but I'll do it. <laughs> I watched males one day racing down a ridge and there was a failed tree right across the path they were running on. And it was a, 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 a very, an older juvenile and a younger juvenile. And uh, they were running on two legs as hard as they could run. And they ran and dove over this failed tree at full run, landing on the ground all four and and took and continued. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, the big one outran the little one. But yeah. still, they were just playing and having a ball. Wow. <laughs> but you not believe the speed that they have. Yeah. We don't have anything that can outrun them. And we sure couldn't. You see one running at you, you might just sit down. Okay. Because <laughs> you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Unless he's just trying to get you from the woods, and then he's gonna he's gonna be on either side of you, and he's gonna push you out. Wow! Yeah, Great. yeah. Because luckily for me, when I got charged by Rosebud, Rosebud, I was lucky enough that right before she hit me, she would have killed me. She recognized me, so she threw herself to the ground and used everything she had digging into the ground to stop herself. And that's how fast she was going, just moving forty yards. Oh my you gosh. imagine how they can go in full, full blast. Oh, that's well, unbelievable how fast they can make well. it. She had very soft looking skin. She had a round head. She had a brow and an elongated chin. But other than that, she was, to me, I thought she was beautiful. Wow. Really, I thought she was beautiful because she didn't run over me. Yes. Her <laughs> eyes blew me away. Her eyes were Her beautiful. Eyes. Oh. I had one come up to me in the front yard. There was some work that he wanted me to do. And I remember sitting on my bed. And then I remember being outside. And I'm like, I don't even remember walking out here. And he came up to me in the yard. It was during the night. And he took my arm very gently. I can still remember feeling his hair um, on my wrist. And I remember looking in these his eyes. And I thought, these are the most gorgeous things I have ever seen in my life. Like, it was just incredible. Wow. Amazing. Um, Liana had, had asked, how long do you think the juveniles stay with their parents? The same amount of time our kids do or is there or maybe different? A lot of them stay for their full entire lifetime. Asia is yeah. size, and I, I, Asia is the first one I met when I was little, when I was about three or four years old and Sky was with her and he was not very big then. And he's still with her. 
So they mm -hmm. live in family cliques and family clans. So most mm -hmm. of them stay. I agree. I think that they also are very independent at a very young age. Like their kids get more independent than ours do much earlier, but I don't think that means they necessarily leave and move away. I think as they get older and mates appear, um, one or two, one of two things happen. Either they'll leave that clan for another mate to go to that one's clan or they'll bring the mate into theirs. But I think that family closeness stays. I don't feel like any of them from that I've experienced have ever you know, like pushed them out of the nest and said, you're 18, get out and get a job. No. You know, they are literally schooled and everything with them is a learning experience. Nothing is just for fate. It's, it's all a learning experience with them every day. And it's like they're teaching constantly. I am, and I talked about this one on another couple other shows, but I was looking out in my, back, in my front yard one night. It was late. And it was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I saw a doe in the front yard and it looked like she had a fawn with her. And I was like, okay, so I'm watching her out in the front yard and I didn't go up to the window because I didn't want to scare her. So I went out into another part of the house and looked through a different window where it wasn't as, you know, suspicious looking because they're always watching in my window. And I saw it out there and I thought, there's something else out there with it. Like there's something else out there. And I'm watching and I'm watching and it was a baby Bigfoot. And he was watching her and I didn't realize at first he was there. I watched her in the fawn leave my front yard. I live on a two track road and she crossed over directly across from my driveway and her and the fawn were eating. And I happened to look over and at the end of my driveway, it looked like a little chimpanzee sitting there oh. with the dark, but his face was dark. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, and so I, I, you know, I mind speak fluently and I said, okay, where is mom and dad? Cause they're not going to leave that baby out there. That is not going to ever happen. And they're like, we're here. We're training. I said, what are we training for? And they said, just watch. Okay. So I watched and he did the belly crawl. They, the parents tranced the deer. There is trancing. And basically what happens during trancing is no pain is felt. It's a very calming experience. Your brain is still able, and they've done it to me before your brain still processes, but your body just keeps doing what it was automatically doing. You're not frozen. You just keep doing exactly what you're automatically doing. And that's what the doe and the fawn did. And the baby did the belly crawl all the way across the road to where the deer and the fawn were. And it belly crawled all the way under the deer and all the way around the front. Basically, they were teaching it how to come and sneak up on a deer for food. And it practiced. And the doe and the fawn were non-reactive. And it finally it sat up and it stood and it looked around for a while. And then the baby got up and walked off and walked in the woods and must have gotten bored. But it was, like, totally amazing to be able to watch this in action. So everything is an education for them. Mm -hmm. Nothing is just as it seems. I mean, there is playtime, don't get me wrong, but everything is a learning experience for them and for us. And so when these children are growing up, they're taught things at a very young age. Like I've seen, you know, nine and 10 year olds, but I'm thinking, my God, I, I couldn't get my kids to do that until they were 15, 16, 18 years old. <laughs> you know, Zerky, who's been here, Oh, wait, we just lost. Very young. And he was, okay, I think I'm back. Okay. okay. Um, Zerky, I found out about him and his mom and his dad are here. And he played in my front trees and tore all my trees down because he got too big. But he had tunnels all through my bushes and stuff. And oh, he's wow. been here five years now. And now he's, you know, probably eight, nine years old. And it's like he's an adult. You know, he comes up at night and sits on my porch. 
and eats the feral cat food because I put buckets and buckets and buckets of feral cat food out. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, you know, he's not, he's a baby, but he's still at this point, he can, he can handle himself as an adult if he has to. Mm. You know, the maternal side of them is so much deeper than even ours. Like, we think we're protective of our kids. That is nothing compared to what goes on with them. Wow. Okay. Um, just going going back to Standing Stone, because he gave us a little bit more information. I think he just wants to see if you um, ladies have any idea what it was. So um, he said he saw it. So it's, it went across the road in front of him, and it was um, it was like its legs were going so fast. It was like a cartoon, like Roadrunner legs you know, like in a circle. Um, he said, but then he saw it. I saw it when it went into the woods on the other side, I saw the bottom half black color. The legs were moving like a blur when it stopped. And that is when he thinks there were two of them. So do you have any idea, any, maybe. I you actually think there was three. I'm oh. sorry. I'm okay. going to go against the green. Um, I think that you had, he had um, a family group there. And I think one was a male, a female. And then I keep getting a small child. Oh, cool. So back. that was there as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So maybe you saw the two adults and all right. Great. Thank you. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Do we have any other questions? Have you seen questions? No, if you guys have questions, get it in the, get them in. Um, yeah. We have all kinds of, I know um, Vicki and, and um, Kenny Busby, they have, they have a they're on here and they welcome guys. They have a family that they have a relationship with her and her husband. And they just, yeah, that's wonderful. wow. It is just amazing. Um, Daryl, um, Denton. Hey, Daryl um, had, he had mentioned that Jennifer, that you had all your chickens taken yes. over the last year. And do there you was, think that, oh, it, it was definitely uh sass or dogman. I'm pretty sure it was dogman from the prince that was left behind, but okay. they were wise, you know, they would, unlatch the door, open it and go in, sit down, pluck the chicken and eat it, stand up and all that nice sawdust and let me perfect prince go back out the door and How walk rude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is just rude. The only time they ever did anything. I mean, honestly. You got to get warming up for I ate all my lean. Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer uh, have you used the mom voice? Use the mom voice because believe it or yeah. not, it yeah, doesn't always help. We had to make your damn cornbread. Now you've killed all my chickens. You don't get any cornbread. <laughs> exactly. That is we fire. had juveniles. The adolescents and the juveniles were playing on my roof. Now my house is a two-story house, but I'm on the lower um, floor and my bedroom is there. There's nothing above my bedroom. And they would go up there and they play on the roof and they'd pound on it, knock on it and everything. I did everything. I went to the parents. They tried to stop them. I threatened to go to council and I didn't want to bother council with something that trivial. And I'm like, you're going to stop it. I did everything I was supposed to do. They wouldn't stop. So then you see this crazy person at 1030 at night outside in her pajamas going, you will get your hairy asses off the roof right now. We are not playing this game. It's going to stop because the first one that breaks my roof, I am going to land base. I swear to you. And they've gotten really good. Do I think that they're all going to listen to me? No, let me be clear. Nobody listens to me. Okay. I can't even get my own family to listen to me, but every once in a while I get lucky. The mom voice is helpful because they don't understand why we're giving them the mom voice. Well, I had one that was using my roof as a racetrack and I found a really long house and every night he was just up and down that roof, just up and down. I sleep with my bedroom window open. So finally one night and I went outside when I took the gift and basket to the tree and I stood there and complained about it. I said, look, 
Bobby, I can't get any sleep between Bobby snoring and your child running. <laughs> please make it stop. Okay. I know. So I go back, go back to bed that next night, and I'm awakened by the running on the roof. And I set up, and I'm not two feet from the window, and I hear a female come up and start talking to him really loud in their language. And he comes up to him, squabbles back at her, and she squabbles back at him. And then finally he says, no, because I don't want to. I sat straight up in that bed. I almost hit myself on the chest because he said it in plain English. Oh, my God. No, because I don't want to. Wow. And then I heard a scuffle yeah. like she yanked him off the roof. <laughs> yeah. So don't let them fool you. They, they can mimic our language. They can speak our language. Oh. They can understand every language they're around. But they can literally, the young ones, I have heard them speak it. Wow. Wow. Because it sure as hell was not a human child on my roof, 25 feet in the air. And sassing his mom and saying, no, I don't want to. It yeah. was a test. Um, wow. I'm not trying to interrupt, but no, a, point, a question. Yeah, I'd like to address that if I can, mm -hmm. only because mm -hmm. I think it's important right now. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to over talk. No, no, no. That, yeah. Yeah. So Kath asked um, for mm -hmm. people that don't have the, you know, the uh, camera. May I ask a question on behalf of my good friend, please? She has a portal on her land. Recently, female calves are passing with different issues. We're wondering if this is from the portal, a curse, spell, or being a female energy on this land is an issue. Thanks. Much appreciated. Okay. What I'm getting off of that, nobody's trying to do anything to hurt the cows. Okay. It's not a matter of trying to. Unfortunately, it's kind of like the backlash. Mm -hmm. Portals have a lot of energy to them. And you have a lot of things. Just Imagine being on an expressway with everybody's different cars going up and down. And so you've got different energies coming in and out. And animals pick up energy extremely easy. So it's not anything, nothing, I promise you, nothing is deliberately trying to do it. I'm not picking up a sense of a spell. I can do more work with you if you want later. That's not a problem. But um, I'm not picking up anything as far as trying to do anything other than the energy that's coming out of that portal. So what probably would need to be done, you can't just go up and close every portal that you want to. It's a disaster for the paranormal realm. Okay. It's just like that would be somebody going onto the biggest expressway that you have through your state and just shutting it down randomly. That doesn't work. Okay. And what happens is it causes anger and bad vibes and everybody ends up fighting and that's not anything anybody wants. But there needs to be something done. She's either going to have to move these cows away from where that portal is and get right. something between them where then she can go and push her own good energy. It's not bad energy that's there. It's a different energy. It's a high frequency energy and a high energy level that's causing the cows to fail like that. So you can counteract that with a lot of your own personal good energy. My advice for whatever it's worth is if you can move the cows away from where the portal is, that's going to be your first step. And then you're going to want to go out there. And for people that know how to do grounding, this is easier than people that don't. Go out there, sit on the ground, take your hands, push it into that dirt and take energy from your body that's pure and it's human and it's an energy that the cows are comfortable with and start pushing that into that soil and into that ground and into that space around it and that will help offset that balance okay thank you yeah so kath and then if you have any um any more if you can contact robin right if you need any more help with absolutely that. i'm okay. under I'm under Robin Haynes McCray on Facebook. If you send it to Robin McCray, I'll never hear you. Okay. Because I can't even get into that account. So All right. So Robin Haynes McCray. Okay. Um, I believe it was Carrie Ann had asked um, 
she said, what do you, what about, I think she said witches. What about witches? But I don't know what exactly if she had a, a certain question um, about, she said, what do you think about witches? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, where was that? Jen, do you want it? <laughs> I'm not trying to over talk you. No, I feel ahead. bad because I don't, I don't want to be the <laughs> one doing out talking. Um, you know, when it comes to witches, I think, I think that we read a lot of books. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that there are people that have abilities that people can term as a witch. Okay. My, this is just my own opinion. That means nothing. I don't term people. I don't put things in classifications to begin with. So that's, that's part of it. Um, you're talking about people that can do what they call black magic or dark magic. And then there's also things that people can do that are, are more towards the light. And so it, if you're talking about in terms of those kind of witches, there actually are, unfortunately. And um, because I am a child of God, I'm a child of light and energy work and everything else, as is Jen, there are ways to stop dark magic, whether it's a matter of neutralizing it. We don't ever cross that line. Once you cross the line and you start going into anything dark, there is nothing you can do to reverse it. There's not exactly. a karma cleanser. There is nothing that's going to undo what you've already mm -hmm. done. Okay, so please be clear on that. When I get sent to work on somebody that's using dark magic and it's causing problems for the cryptids or for other humans or whatever, I don't do any harmful things. Okay, I just don't. Um, I know how to neutralize it without causing direct pain on anybody or hurting them. That being said, when it comes to a paranormal spectrum and there's bad things that need to be removed, I have been taught and trained by the Sasquatch as to how to do that and what to do it with. You know, so things have to be addressed and they are. I would never at any time for any reason ever cross over to even a gray area, let alone a dark area. No, there's no going. There's no, there is no none. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I work on the side of light. So, if you want negativity coming back to you, you be sure and send it out. Mm -hmm. But if you want the good things and light and love in your life coming at you full force, that's what you send out. So, mm -hmm. anytime you cross yeah. that line and go dark or even go gray, like Robin just it's, said, it's there's no coming back because okay. you've done opened up that can of worms and you can't catch them. Mm -hmm. No, I talk to people and they're like, oh, I can do a karma cleanse. Well, you just take the karma cleanse and I think maybe you might make yourself feel better. I'm not saying it's not helpful. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is you can't undo what's been done. Like, you know, I can see this is so crazy. Everybody's going to think I'm nuts. I can. One of the abilities I have is like we had a UFO that came down the backyard a couple weeks ago. Not a big deal. It happens a lot. So. I wanted to see what came out of it. I mean, I saw it after it was already out there. And so basically you focus on it, you reach Ryan the time loop so that you can see it play backwards just like a movie and then I can watch it. So I can rewind that time loop. I can't change what's already happened. You don't, I mean, I don't, I'm sure there's somebody that probably can that is a master magician or something. It ain't me. Um, you can't change what's already happened. All you can do is move forward. You can rewatch that time loop and correct it. And I do that a lot for a lot of people. They're like, something just happened. I don't know what happened. Can you figure it out? And I can do that and rewatch it, respin it just like a rerun on a movie. But when you cross certain barriers, I mean, there's rules to this stuff. I don't want anybody out there to think that, you know, this is just all fun and games. 
Mm-hmm. I know, and I'm sure Jenna's the same way. I know I have rules I have to play by. Mm-hmm. We all do. Right, we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, it, it's not like you do whatever the hell you want. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> and again, mm-hmm. and I repeat this all the time, not an expert. I'm just a weirdo. Mm-hmm. And the thing of it is, is just because you can doesn't mean you should. There exactly. are a lot of things that there are a lot of things that I can do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I've done them. It means that if I, it comes a situation that it's necessary to do so, I can act accordingly. Have those situations all happened yet? No. I am prepared for those situations because the Sasquatch prepared me for them because Earthkeeper has, because the angels have. And then I can do what needs to be done should that situation arise. That doesn't mean I'm doing them. Just because I can doesn't mean I should. And I take what I do excessively seriously, almost to a detriment to my own self and my own relationships, because I take it that seriously. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we can't have fun like Jen and I get talking. We're laughing our ass off, and it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing. My husband, I was, I was like, it was night before last now. You know, he gets up at 3 o'clock. Bo just has to go out and pee. Yeah. He goes to the back door, and Bo goes running out barking at my little flower flower thing. I have my herbs growing in. It looks like a hut that a Sasquatch. <laughs> I built it to look like that. And Bo runs around the back barking, and out comes a dogman pup. Well, Bob's oh described it as looking like canine running on all four, but when it turned its head back and looked at him, he said it looked like a giant rat. I said it could have been giant, oh. it had been dogman pup. He said, but Jen, it was white, it was like fog, and it ran 15 feet across the yard looking at me, and then poop. Wow. Just, he said, I know it wasn't a ghost. I said, no, it cloaked. He said, but it was in our backyard. I said, yeah, I know. They do that all the time. Well, I ran yep. around and looked the next day and took two pictures, and there was a perfect little paw print about the size of my hand inside my flower bed. Oh, Dogs wow. painted in it because the way I built it, it I lattice worked the, a lot of cedar branches and made okay. it look like a little igloo. Dogs hanging oh, in there. It, it did. You it are- pulled up all my bee balm and all my cat mint and ate all the roots off of them and oh, just wow. left the and the flowers laying there. Oh gosh! But apparently, wow. Bo and Bob scared him. Well, Bob <laughs> was terrified because he, up to this point, he had never seen one of the dog men. Lucky oh. for him, pup. I said, "You better I'm coming to get the pup." <laughs> well, and also be very clear that when it comes to the cryptids, there are no two alike, and that that transfers over to dogmen as well. And like, I have a picture of a dogman and. He looks like he's got the head of a hyena, which is ridiculous because a hyena right. isn't a dog. Right. Right. Though, yeah. But I have the same one that looks yeah. And then I have others that look like a German shepherd. I have one that doesn't even look like a German shepherd, but it does have pointed ears. Um, so I, I just, if I may have a moment to say that when these things are created, whether it's a dog man, a Sasquatch, a cat person, a goat person, lizard man, whatever, these things, when they are created, it depends on what's grabbed when they're created. Like Amula, she's a cat person that's here and has been here for several years. She looks like a domestic cat, which would make perfect sense to me considering, you know, domestic cat central ferals here. So she's not going to have the lion head. She has. She looks like a domestic cat on top. She actually looks like a hairless cat. Yeah. That's what was used when she was created. So when she has her babies, they're going to look like that as well or depending on what she's been bred with. Mm. So when it comes to Sasquatch, when it comes to dogmen, whatever dog that's out there, whatever Sasquatch that's out there, you know, I mean, they breed, they can reproduce on their own. 
But I mean, mm -hmm. at the beginning of, of that particular chain of genetics, whatever was used at that time is going to have to do with what they look like. Mm -hmm. So please don't ever limit yourself and question your sanity. When you see one of these things that don't look like what you have been told they should look like. Mm -hmm. because there's a reason for it. They're all different colors. There's no reason for anybody to believe that a dogman isn't going to be white. Mm -hmm. There's no reason for anybody to believe they're not going to be red. I mean, really and truly. So just, I caution people, don't limit yourself. If you are on that cusp where you're starting to accept the reality that these things are here and that they are living among us, please don't block yourself down again with false misconceptions that they're supposed to be a certain way because you're just, you're not helping yourself. You've now made it to that level where you're realizing that the world that we see every day never existed. That's a fallacy. It was never there. He didn't think it was and white. He thought it was smoke. He said, I thought it was smoke. Yeah. Like, oh, no, yeah. I no, I just, when you said that, I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, I knew what you were talking be. about, but I thought yeah. people need to realize. Mm -hmm. I had a portal today and it looked like I had a flaming tree. Did I show you that picture, Barbara? Yes. Yes. Tommy. Yes. No, you got to send it to me. Yeah, oh, that I've was, been in meetings all day. Was all I do anymore wow. meetings yeah, is meetings. That was amazing. And then yeah. at the end of the video, it goes back green. I'm like, well, yeah. Okay. yeah. So when I looked at it, it was full of dog men. Full wow. of them. Some sass there, too. I thought I sent it to you, Rob. I have to send it to you when I get off. Wow. That, no, I don't that have was... to. I've been just running all day. I've been having I have one meeting after another all day long. <laughs> but see, you just never know. But But yeah. that was the type of portal, I believe. And the portals do affect everything that's growing. Last year, oh. I was having so much activity. My garden was a joke. My tomatoes were like this big around. You know? Oh, wow. And, and this year, they're like, they're just, oh, wow. I've been canning for weeks because my small, tiny garden is just abundant this year. So the portal injury, injury, energy has slackened up some. I see. Yeah. And that's but it was amazing we, we to watch to. that. Beat. All right. Yeah, we have to remember that the energy from these beams and from these portals and the rifts and the dimensions and everything, yep. it's not what we normally experience. And I, it's so cute. Everybody says, oh, I'm up at the 5D level now. Well, you might be in a paranormal world, but when you're still like in our present world, mm -hmm. it's not there yet. Okay. We're, we're trying to catch up. Mm -hmm. I think people's energies can go up like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So when they say that, yeah. But understand that we're still living in a three-dimensional world and the energy level, we would have to have so many of our type of people on board with us to raise that up where it needs to be. And God knows that there are hundreds of thousands of us trying daily to get it there. We're trying, aren't we, Jen? Yes, girl. And we're try trying. Trying. You know, we're, yeah, we're, we're trying. We're working on it, but it's going to take some time. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. We have another question from Squatch and Holler. Um, they said, we had a very loud scream a few weeks ago out in the field with us. It sounded witch-like we were sitting around the fire. Everyone left after that. It was after midnight. I have no idea what it was. It was a female. It was just a female squat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a female squatch because they sound just like a, a witch cackling or a witch screaming, especially a female screaming. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I would definitely say that was excessive. That's amazing. Um, Kat, uh, Kath had said, yeah, yes, if you leave the front door open, expect visitors and never be a meanie. Always, always white, always with leaving, always love meeting you two gals. Okay, yeah. Um, let me see. I'm trying to see if there's any. Um, 
Um, Standing Stone again. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if this is a question. He's he is right now in a remote area on vacation. He took some photos down the road in a fern grove of a bent over tree pinned to the ground just three hours ago. He's not sure if it's natural. Um, it's just like the pics he's seen. He looked for footprints, saw none there, was a lot of flooding. Um, do you have any insight on that? Any, you get anything from that? I'm not getting a whole lot Okay. Um, at all. I'm sorry. I wish I got yeah, more no. out of it, but I, I'm really not. Yeah. I'm just being Sometimes honest. It, I think it's yeah. more just like a natural thing. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that they haven't been there. Yeah. Know, they levitate. So if it's a lot of flooding mm -hmm. or whatever, you've got that thing going on. <laughs> or they're, they're up in the trees and moving through the trees. Okay. Um, and this is Carrie Ann had said um, to both ladies, she smells, I smell portals before I realize they are there. I see without a camera. Do you ever smell a portal or am I weird? Well, we're all weird. So Carrie, you're right. Welcome to the weird Carrie group. Yeah. Hey, and who's Welcome to the weird group. Let, me just, let yeah. me just say the weird group, we're the cool kids. Okay. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Yes. I choose to believe that for my own mental capacity. The weird <laughs> group is the place to be. Um <laughs> like burning wood and burning plastic and then the closer i get to it it feels like a resonating energy that's what i can compare it to is like a not burning rubber but like a burning plastic like maybe hot wires yeah that's what See, I, for me smell. I, I just i just like fruity flowers like jasmine i smell a lot of jasmine. yeah a lot of the females a lot of female sasquatch are into the you know rubbing the jasmine and the mm -hmm. flowers and, and the lavender on it um, for me, I'm just, again, the weirdo. I can look at a picture, show me a map. I can show you where you're going to find a vortex support or whatever. Uh, it's just like it is automatic. I walk on a property, and I, I don't care if I'm on 100 acres. And I'll walk on a property and be like, oh, okay, if you go back X amount of acres, if you go over here, go to the left, go here, whatever, that's where it's going to be. And 9 out of 10 times, that's it. Duke Sullivan, World Bigfoot Radio, who I love and adore, and um, – he goes up in the mountains in Montana and he will call me and he'll say, Hey, I'm up here. Are they up here? I'm like, yeah, they're waiting. Okay. Where? Okay. Goes out da 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 da. He's like, Oh, okay. Well, that's where they were last time. And then they go there and that's the brat. You yeah. know, it's, it's just a, a weird freaky thing. That's, that's amazing though. Yeah. Um, Carrie, uh, Carrie Ann says cotton candy, then musky burning smells. Hmm. So yeah. like a sweet and then a, um, yeah. Grizzly, do you have any questions? No, I'm, I'm flashing the, the questions up on the screen for you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. But do you have any questions yourself? No, they're answering everything. Okay. All right, awesome. Um, I had a question, ladies, that like Grizzly, is it okay if I ask Grizzly like about the, what you have going on in your studio at times? No, go ahead. Is that okay? Um, because yeah. I know Jen had had expressed some concern to me, and I and I kind of passed that on to Grizzly. Um, so do you ladies sense anything that's still there in his studio or has he pretty much cleansed that off? Cause he's done a lot of work, right? Gliz he's got some resi yes. residual energy. Um, nothing that's going to hurt you or attack you or anything, but you've got some residual stuff going on. So we need to get rid of that. Um, it's not really hard to do it. And I felt like um, object when I first saw it in the, in the video, when it happened, there was a small object. And I kept seeing an owl in my mind. I don't know if I was correct or not, but it had something to do with an, an owl-like object that was in your in your studio, and it was somehow attached to it. It was coming out of it. But I haven't seen the video. Um, I'm flying blind here. All I'm getting is when 
Favre asset, I focused on Grizzly and then what was around him in that moment. And that's what I got. So it's not overly hard to get rid of it at all. I mean, I can tell you how to do it. You're going to take your own energy to, to get it out of there. Then once I explained you how to do that, you're going to push that energy all around the room and then you're going to go directly into a cold shower. So as cold as you can stand it, because it's going to wash it down the drain. You don't have any attachments. I will tell you that. Um, you just have a few things that float around you every now and then. I don't know if maybe you have periods where, you know, you get kind of down or whatever, but you have this little tiny spots of gray that pop in and out. And I mean, it's normal. We all have moments where we get down or whatever, but I feel like maybe there's something there that when you have those moments that comes in on that, but all correctable, nothing overly bad. Good. Good. Okay. Awesome. And Russell Thank has you. a question yep. for you, Barb. Yeah, they absolutely Russell. do. There is a for you, an an eighty foot tall tree that turned blood red. No <gasps> other tree awesome. in my land. That, yeah, red. incredible. Yeah, yeah. I saw you sent me something, but I can't get over there to look at it right now. So uh, I will. Um, as far as Russell's question, they absolutely have terrible teeth issue, like decay. Um, they do take at some point in time they will take branches or different things to try to get in there. According to my guys. They do what they can with what they have. Um, it is an issue. When people do give them gifts or leave food or whatever, um, please, number one, don't do it on a regular basis because you don't know what's going to happen if you should ever stop. If it's a group that you're accustomed to, that's a little bit different. Like I know her as well enough to know. I had a group that I fed all the time and I knew was very close to them. I knew I was okay. But overall, you know, just once in a while do it. Be be in your mindset when you leave any type of a food gift that there are no dentists out there. We don't want a lot of hard sugars, you know, so just kind of be mindful of that. But yes, they absolutely have a severe problem with tooth decay. They have a problem with the abscesses. Um, I do healing work on them and I've had to work on it a lot and it can go sepsis very easy for them hmm. and it can go to other ailments within the body. So yes, they do. Oh, the poor things like, cause that's just a terrible feeling to be in pain. You know, from a from from a tooth abscess. Oh, um, yeah. it is awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me see. Anybody else have any questions? Did I miss any Grizzly? I don't know. Mm -mm, um, I think you got them all. Um. All right. I will ask you, please, if you yeah, if you have any questions, if we miss them. Okay. Oh, here we have. Okay. Um, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Had an Aboriginal shaman tell me we had portal to 27 realms in our in our dam it is close to the house he says it is guarded but i do see when it is opened yeah that's mm -hmm. one of those things that let them do what they need to do that's part of their world it's not part of our world they don't need our help if they do need our help trust me when i tell you they have no problem asking it asking for it do they john <laughs> oh they have no problem so, let and them I do their thing. I asking for help from them either. I said, my horse is sick. My horse is dying. I need help. What's wrong with him? And I went to bed that night and I saw a blast of white light coming through my bedroom light, which was, if I had looked out the window, would have been looking right at my hay round, right where my horse was standing. Of course, I jumped up, pulled back the curtains and looked, and there was a huge portal of white light. It was flat like a disc, about three feet off the ground above my horse who was laying down. And there was the... An, the waist down of a Sasquatch extended down out of the portal with his arms around the horse. I said, okay, oh, they're going to tend to him. I'm just going to lay down and go to sleep. Well, the next morning I found him 50 yards across the, the field 
with his rear toward the creek, which was totally turned around from the way he had been, and he could not get up. He was so weakened, there's no way he could have stood and moved himself. But he did pass away that day, and they said, I, I got through mind speak, there was nothing they could do. That he was too no. sick from their portals, and they had affected him so badly that he was not going to survive. Yeah, and, and they don't do that. that on purpose. No. It's like people will ask me, I've had people ask me, can, will they purposely make you sick? You know, if you're being mean or whatever and they're zapping you, that's the one thing. But they don't put illnesses in your body. They don't. But we have to be realistic and understand that this is a higher frequency. It is a higher energy. Our bodies aren't able to handle that. And what I do with mine, and I'm not telling anybody what to do. I just am saying this is what works for me is if I'm going to be out with close interaction with them, I'll be like, okay, guys, you know, my body can't handle it. So pull it back a little bit. Just pull that energy back a little bit. And I don't have a problem with them doing it. You know, mm -hmm. they don't want to hurt me. They don't want to hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. But they can't change what their body chemistry is any, any more than we can. Like, mm -hmm. you go outside and you go to the store and you're around people. You're not trying to harm anybody. You're just living right. your life. And it's the same thing with them. Mm -hmm. um, Michelle had said back to that, you know, she has the, the, um, the portal. Um, she said she has, I've had, I found the energies challenging since, since being there. Do you have any, um, maybe some tips you for know, her and what to do? Well, that, um, first of all, Russell asked a question about Patrick Love. They yeah. can do all those things. They, they write all of it. But back yeah. to what we were talking about, just wanted to get that real quick. So it didn't pass. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, that the energy in, that comes out of those, it's just like a, it's not the same thing, no, but it's it's a similar situation. It's just like if you're getting radiation poisoning. Mm -hmm, exactly. Right? It's not it's not radiation, but that's the easiest thing that I can link it to, to for an explanation. Mm -hmm. And just like I said with the cows, get those cows away from the front of that. Start pushing that positive energy around it, almost like a barrier for that portal. They need their portal. Now, if it's something that's bad and it's bad things coming through it, you know, I've been called to areas to shut down portals. I can do it. I can do it all day long. It doesn't mean I should. It means if it's a bad portal and I have shut them down before because it was letting bad things in that were hurt. Oh. We lost the There we go. Sorry. Um, no, that's. <laughs> for the bad portals, you know, they, we can shut those down. It's not that we can't. It's that. Mm -hmm. Unless there's a reason that it's not safe for people, then we shouldn't. So we try to work with it. If that's what's on that property, let it be. Let it do its own thing unless you're finding it's causing an issue for you. If it's causing an issue with the animals or whatever, move those animals out of that area. Let's try to clean up the area around it. Let's get some positive energy from our type of people on it. So the transition isn't like a sucker punch for the guy. Yeah, I think she's talking about it's actually her property because um, she said her house is on a ley line as well. So um, she's got so much energy going on there. My guess is if she's on ley lines, which is probably why one of the one of the reasons the portal's there. She's got other things going on there as well. There could be vortexes there. There could be um, energy holes there. Mm. All of those things, and it's an overabundance of energy, and she's. You know, you can try to calm that down, but it's going to be very, very difficult because it's a natural thing that's there. It's not something placed there to cause harm or damage. There's nobody to go after for it. It's just the location itself. Okay. And so that's when you have to go in and try to dissect every single aspect of it and figure out how to learn 
to work with it and manipulate the energy that is there so it's a livable situation. Okay. Yeah, and she said, interesting you say that, that the cows have been hanging as far away from the portal as possible lately, which is a change in behavior. So, yeah, good yeah. insight on that. Russell wants to know, do you think that um, Sasquatch can see color? Yes. Yeah. They yeah, can see any more colors than we can. Their eyes are higher, much higher advanced than the human eye. You think of yeah. uh, the eyesight of a dog or a cat and how much more advanced it is over a human eye. Yeah. Now, you multiply that about a thousand and give it to us. Wow watch or give it to a dog man their, their eye sight and their hearing is uncanny as well as their sense of smell okay they can see yeah. every color of the spectrum and we cannot i don't necessarily know that they see the colors as we see them mm -hmm. i will say that i think they see it a little bit different the color range is different but they see more colors than we do i agree mm -hmm. with everything jen said mm -hmm. i just don't necessarily um know that they see them as straightforward like we look at it and say, oh, that's blue, that's red, mm -hmm. that's green. Um, I know that they can also see the colors, but whether because they're so different than us, whether or not they consider their colors the same as what we consider them, that, that might be a little bit of a discrepancy there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so um, and this is Michelle again. Yeah, I was told to be... I was told I was sent here to be a guardian of the land around the portal. So where do I go to learn everything I can? Okay. Is Michelle the one that has all the different energies and stuff? Yes. Yeah, she about? had that, that, that was opened by the shaman. Um, okay. That, um, if, I mean, I don't know of any specific person to send you to other than to tell you to talk to myself. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm better than anybody. Don't take it that way. But if you want to reach out to me, I'm under Robin Haynes McCray on Facebook. It might take me a day to get back with you because I'm right in the middle of a major project right now. But yeah, I'm happy to help you if I can. If I can't, I will try to help you find somebody that can get you where you need to be. Okay, thank you. Yeah, unless Jen has another answer that that would be helpful. Same. I mean, I would be more than glad to help her as well. I'm very easy to find within our group, and um, my email is j e n n i b two three nine at gmail dot com. If anybody would want to send me an email. Um, let's see, anybody else? Uh, I feel like I had a question. What was my question? Russell's got another one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you think Sasquatch would get smallpox? Do the fact that they have partly a human lineage, there's nothing that they can't get that we have. Mm -hmm. They had COVID. I did mm -hmm. healing work on them for COVID. Okay. So do I think that they would get it as easily as we do? Absolutely not. And I do know due to the, what the knowledge that I have with the ETs, it does give them some immunities because the ETs don't get, like, they don't get COVID okay. because genetically they can't. But, and that part should protect the Sasquatch from a lot, but there is a human lineage in there too. So it would depend on exactly how much of a human lineage is in there. It also depends on how often they're using the portals. When they're using the portals a lot, that ET side seems to come out a lot more, so it stops them from getting a lot of illnesses. When they stay more in flesh and blood in our, I mean, not just being in our world, but in the flesh and blood part of our world where they're not transitioning into cloaking and they're not, you know, doing the other things and they're just staying more flesh and blood, it puts them at a higher risk for all the human diseases. Yeah. For the most part, they will portal by portal themselves to a safer location until the illness dies down and then come oh, back. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, 
I believe this is Carrie Ann. She said, I have lots of portals around my house. Um, and I know we have seen her pictures. And yes, she does. Mm -hmm. um, Black smoke chases her. Uh, my puppy sent my other dog crazy, dangerous. What can I do? To me, that's not coming from a portal. That's coming from a vortex that's spinning the wrong way. So, and, and I could be wrong. I'm just saying this is my opinion mm -hmm. for what it's worth. Jen might have more information no, than me, but no. it's a vortex that's, yeah, it's a, it's a vortex spinning the wrong way, which pulls everything bad out of the ground and cuts it loose in the energy. So what you have to do is locate the vortex, re-spin it, because you want everything clockwise, not counterclockwise. Oh, wow. Or it's a watcher that's come through that portal, and it's appearing as a dark smoke. And they can be negative, or they can be light. As Robin yes. said earlier, you just don't know. And many of them are temperamental and they don't like dogs at all. So it could be an entity. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Um, let's see. Yeah, they're saying that. Well, yeah, Tammy Johnson, this is totally worth watching it all over. Um, thank you, ladies. This has been very enlightening. Very grateful. That was Michelle with the with the portal on her property. Um, um, happy to help. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, this is just, I think it's uh, black smoke doesn't sound very good. That's true and hot. And um, yeah, are you sure it's smoke? Okay. Yeah. So um, it's bad energy. Yeah. Dirt, and if, any, if anybody isn't on Facebook and they need to reach me, I'm under R-L-Y-N-N-E and then a period. If you don't put the period, then I won't get it. And then F-O-R-E-S-T-P-E-O-P-L-E at gmail.com. The worst energy entity that I've ever had to deal with was on Shree's old property. And it was a conjured entity by an old shaman, Native American shamans, because it was a Native American burial ground that they had built this farm on. And it had been generated long ago to protect the burial of these of the natives. And it was like black smoke. and But it could go from very small to extremely large. And it was a horror to deal with. Okay. I got a message from um, a friend of mine that this is, and I talked about this on another show, but um, we have a local neighborhood here um, and it's, it's, um, there's a lot of, you know, like um, bad domestic violence to the point where, you know, they're calling SWAT teams in and, and there's been a couple people murdered. Um, it seems like anyone that moves into this neighborhood, it's like, like an uncharacteristic uh, change in personality will come over them. Um, do you ladies have any insight on that? Negativity is attracted to negative energy. And the more of it is, is located in one, one area, the larger it's going to grow and become. Now, if there's a portal there that's dark already mm -hmm. and there's dark energies and entities that come out of that, mm -hmm. they can cause chaos in that whole area and can intensify the effects of the, the emotional effects and the physical effects on humans and all animals okay i agree and the other thing too is um do you go back and look in the history of that area what was there was black magic done there once the ground is painted with black magic you have to go in and you have to clean it and purify it which mm -hmm. i've done before i've gotten called to various places for that so you've got to go in and you've got to strip that out of that land you've got to get that negativity out of there and the dark the dark magic out of it and then you've got to re-spin the energy you've got mm -hmm. to re-energize it with pure energy and light. So if that hasn't been done and it's an area that that originally started out like that and you bring all these people in and then you get, like Jen said, dark entities, anything, you know, dark um, energies, it piles up and piles up and it becomes this uncontrollable mass. 
Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. can't just go in and blast everything at that point because you've got to take it off in layers because it was put on in layers. Okay. All right. It would just fade and grow. And also look back and see if, if it was an, uh, a cemetery. Because they mm-hmm. were the world's worst in the early 1900s to move a cemetery, to build it, uh, build homes and houses and clusters. Mm-hmm. They were just moving the tombstones. I wonder, too, if it, um, I'll have to ask her if it would be, you know, maybe like Native Americans, First Nations. Mm-hmm. They would be removed, you know, or just disregarded. Um, Russell East, thanks, thanks, ladies. I'll let her know about that. Um, Russell had had. Um, do you think forest fires move them out of an area for good, or do they go back? I think if it's their home, they will go back eventually once everything regrows itself. If they're lucky enough to get away from the fires, you know, sometimes the fire may come down in between them and their portal, and they have to run on foot to get out. And that's in the instance of Mount St. Helen when they lost so many. We lost a lot that could not escape. And their bodies, of course, went into government and the government dissected a lot. Yeah. So, but for the most part, they do go back. Yeah. But there was yeah. many kids that were that were killed during the eruption of Mount St. Helen in 19. That's what, yeah. Do you have any idea, um, any like number of, because we've, we've had a lot of it discussion. Was, it was hundreds, hundreds okay. of them that were killed, if not thousands. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, very... Um, yeah, very true. Yeah, it's, it's that's really people will, will argue so much about that, but it makes sense that that's that that's mm-hmm. what happened. Um, is it true that um, that there's like okay, what 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 I, what I had heard um, uh, just breaking up. Yep, lost it, losing her. All right, where do you think the government oh. called lovely See this? DNA and Sasquatch DNA that they have to make their little hybrids, their little soldier killers. A lot of it came from the 1980 Mount St. Helens blast because most oh of them died within the first 15 minutes after the, the initial oh. blast and the landslide. Okay. Yeah, we didn't hear a word you said, Barb. And there she went. I think what she was going to ask you is uh, we heard rumors and uh, that there are people that work for the government that hunt these creatures uh, yeah. throughout the country. They are. Uh, yeah. The rogue ones. That's very uh, well the so-called named. rogue ones. Well-known names that, that help well, them. Do. Yeah. And, and not only are they getting rogue ones. Okay. Let's be clear. A lot of the government stuff will say that they're rogues and they're killing people and they're doing all these things when they're not actually doing anything other than they've been spotted. And that's mm-hmm. how their government puts the exactly. spin on it to justify the murder that they do. Just like all the UFO stuff that's been on the news all week, you know, and uh, it's just a red flag. They've right, already got right. something. It's just a red flag, you know. It's so all I it asked is. the question about the ones that are hunting the, the cryptids. Is that was your question? The, um, um, the government officials? I was just I was just going to say, is it true that they have almost like sanctuaries that they that they have made oh. for them? They aren't right. sanctuaries, they're torture chambers, but yes, Mm-mm. they have. They are not sanctuaries. They're underground, oh underground bunkers with loads and loads of them. The only reason why I know that is because Don't. I get contacted by the Sasquatch to help get them out yeah. to do astral projection, and I've seen what they've done to them. They're also mm-hmm. injecting them with ET blood, including Draco, to try to make a mean killing machine that will help our government. Killers, the ones that are released and are being monitored, you know, there's you hear of an attack. And then all of a sudden, 
the state wildlife people show up and then they're run off by the black helicopters. Well, you know, that's the ones they brought up from the dumps and have released and are trying to see what they're going to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, the, but you know, it gives all dog men and, and a lot of sass a bad rap. Well, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not within their control. They have been programmed through drugs, right. through torture, through blood infusions, through whatever technology that they are using that we don't know about to wow. form these things, to turn them into soldiers. Wow. Right. Okay. And is that just with, um, that's not with all, that's with some, is that what you're that's saying? That's just with some. Yeah, that's oh, just yeah. with some. Okay. some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's um, not, it's not a, a rogue that you see out going to try and harm someone. That's not, it's one of theirs, but it's not okay. one. It's not a regular dog man or a regular Sasquatch. But it's, it's yeah. something that's been altered by an alien presence, an ET presence, usually working with our beloved government. Okay. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Um, um, Brisley, do you see that person? You want to get rid of them, Halicon? Huh? I don't think that's very Yeah, I'll it for Russell's. Oh, yes, yes. What do you, uh, Russell, so what do you think is their favorite food, which may be different by area? It's an individual thing. It's like everybody mm-hmm. has their own taste buds. I have one that I'm very close to, and he likes those Chex Muddy Buddies. Like, every time I buy him, he swipes them, and I find the bag out in the woods with him. But, um, you know, a common thing they like is apples, peanut butter. It seems to be a generic thing. But it depends on area. It depends on what food they're used to. Um, everybody has different taste buds. Mm-hmm. Mine's you know, find here and turkey. They have annihilated my wild turkey population. They have completely destroyed the coyote population. But the coyotes were harassing their young. Oh. So they took the coyote population down to zero. Oh, wow. But they, they like fish. They like deer. They like wild fruits, like pawpaw fruit. They like sugar cane. I mean, things that we wouldn't even, wouldn't even think about eating, they eat. They like corn, yeah. obviously. They yeah. love fruits, love cornbread. You know, but it's, yep. it's just the chocolate situation. chip cookies. Oh, dear Lord. But yeah, I do like chocolate chips because I don't like them. <laughs> M&M's much. sprinkled on top of cornbread. Oh, <laughs> M&M's. Um, yeah. Parmesan right. cheese. Nobody should ever go through this much Parmesan cheese in, in the history of the world. <laughs> they like. <laughs> but you don't oh, recommend God. gifting them, like feeding them that. No, I mean. they take it out of my refrigerator. I go out in the morning and there's these big muddy giant, my refrigerator's black. And giant muddy handprints on it. And every damn time I go to get Parmesan cheese, it's gone. Oh, wow. I, I can't. Janice Carter, Janice Carter stayed with me for a while. And we would just laugh our asses off because every time, no matter how much Parmesan cheese we would buy, it was always gone. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter. Oh, my we used goodness. to leave our shed unlocked where our outdoor freezer is. And finally, so much stuff went missing from it. And we're talking packages of deer meat mostly. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we had to finally, we have to lock that door every time we go in and out. Wow. <laughs> and that, that's just a deterrent to say, stay out of here. Yeah. You know, yeah. They can go right through that lock if they wanted to. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Debbie, just the, the, thing. Debbie, the genetics on the dog man, um, I know what I've been told. I'd rather withhold that at this time because we are doing the genetic study on the dog man for the, um, the Crypto Genome Project. The preliminaries are back. We are working on genomes right now. And so that will be made public when it is done. Okay. Awesome. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of lately, oh, it's just maddening some false assertions, 
um, that have kind of reared their ugly head, you know, about about that. Um, so can you just speak a little bit on that, Robin? Because I know that you're very and, and I, you know, I, I support Dr. I'm in it up to my head. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, <laughs> we all I am. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. And I love you guys. I love you guys. The, you know, we did the Sasquatch genome study and the truth about all of that never actually got to come out because the hate was so severe. It was like you couldn't get a word in edgewise. So people have these preconceived notions of what they think it was all about. They don't even have a clue. Mm -mm. Okay. I worked very closely with Melba, number one, even before I knew her as a person, this Sasquatch had come to me and said to find her. She needed help. I don't know why, because I'm not a scientist. But that's how I met her. I was to help her because she got it right. And I did. And her findings matched pretty much what I had already known. I had already known for years. So now we're back with the cryptid genome study. We are working our little uh, butts off on that. Obviously, I'm not doing science. because I'm so not qualified for science. Um, it will be sent out to different labs so that nobody can come back and say, oh, Melba did this, Melba did that. I'm so tired of hearing about that because mm -hmm. they don't know her as a human being. They don't know what actually happened. They don't know the government's involvement in shutting the study down. We are back 10 years later. We have more followers and more people believing in us than we ever did before. We will continue to be out there doing what we're doing. We are waiting. Um, there is a GoFundMe that if anybody wants to donate to the project, it's on my wall, it's on Melda's wall. It's called the Cryptid Genome Project. Anybody that does donate gets an NDA that has to be signed, and then you will get information first before it goes public as well as some behind-the-scenes things from the first study that were never released, as well as things from this study that won't be released. So, you know, that's the benefit of that. We are doing very well. We are going through samples right now, of which we have. We will work on any cryptid that we have samples from. So if anybody gets anything, other than, the, I mean, even the dogmen, we are doing some of the Sasquatch stuff as well. But we are not going to be off topic on any cryptid. This is going to encompass any cryptid we can get DNA on. Obviously, if nobody has samples, we can't test it. But it is it going to encompass everything? Wow, that's fantastic, fantastic. Um, somebody had made, had not on here, but had made a comment like, why not, uh, why, what did he say? Why muddy the waters? Why are you going into all these cryptids? Just stick to Sasquatch. There's more so, than because I'm sorry. Ah, and they're out there. And they're seeing them by the thousands. Now. That's what I'm thinking. Magic little telephones with these magic. You guys, I I have to step away for just a second because okay. I've been sitting here drinking this soda the whole okay. time. <laughs> All right. I will be right back. Magic. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jen, I'll ask you this. Um, so um, I believe this is Carrie Ann. Um, a large orange tabby cat with red eyes walked out of a portal and tried to attack the four of us. I sent it on its way, but it comes and goes. What do you think it is? It's not a cat unless it's one of the cat people. It's coming to her as a cat because it's something recognizable that okay. she can see and understand. But with the red eyes, that tells me instantly throw up the shields and, and back it back into that portal because it's not good. Anything that comes to me with red eyes, I'm instantly on the defense okay. because I know that's that's just evil. That's just something you think it's real, real dark. Demonic. That's she had asked it, if it was demonic. Yeah, okay. to me, that would represent something demonic. Mm -hmm. I know one night I was laying in bed and I raised up awake, but yet almost in a trance state. And there was a being looking at me and it looked like mm -hmm. a giant ant man. That's the only way I can describe it. It looked very human. It had an armor that was very leather-like that was a reddish brown, had a round head. 
with big eyes and he had wings. And I'm like, what the hell? And he just said, he looked at me, his eyes were blood red. And instantly I threw up shields of light and said, no, absolutely not. I speak to nothing with red eyes. And then they went soft blue. He said, no, I'm not here to harm you. I said, you're here. You need to leave. But it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Next day, I was lucky enough to get a picture of it up in the trees behind my house. So it was still here. So they will try to appear to be nonviolent. Mm -hmm. but really they okay. are. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Vicki wants to know, Jennifer, do they like rub cake? <laughs> Yes, that one did, but they never got any more. Yeah, that was a that was a funny story. Um, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Russell has another question. These are great questions, Russell. Thank you. Do you know if they wear clothes? They steal I'm, clothes off of clotheslines, and he wonders why if they do. Robbie has seen them wearing clothes. I haven't. I have never seen them anything and then other, other than their hair. Um, now, I have seen some beings here come through a portal with clothes on and they were like black leotard like with lights. It looked like some kind of lights down the arms and down the legs. And instantly I knew that was for cloaking. And it looked like a cat like being that I saw that on. But as far as the cryptids that are here, the sass and the, and the dog men, I've never seen anything but naked butts. Okay. Just bird. Okay. Just hair. <laughs> Um, I'm back. Okay, <laughs> Sorry, welcome back. back. No, welcome back. Um, for Russell's question, that um, basically, you know, they're as curious about us as we are about them. Okay, and they're watching us all the time. They don't understand the whole clothes business, but they say that we're wearing them, and a lot of them see that we're not in pain, we're not being harmed, we're not anything. And so, I think a lot of them, it's a matter of, well, they're doing it. Let me try it. Let me find out what it's about. It's a curiosity. They used to steal bags of clothes out of my garage that my daughter-in-law had stored there. And they would take all these baby clothes. It was a riot. I'm thinking, your babies aren't going to fit in this. Trust me, my <laughs> grandson was born at five pounds. You are not getting your list, you know. But they would take all the clothes. They were always taking the clothes. Um, I, do I see them a lot? No, I don't. I've seen one that would have a blanket over its shoulder. Or, you know, I've never seen one wearing pants and, and that kind of thing. No, but I've seen them where they've had animal skins on. Mm -hmm. They they know the animal skins keep the animals warm. So they are automatically going to gravitate with that for their own protection during the, the cold weather. I think, you know, people don't realize that these are a type of people. They're a highly evolved, intelligent people, and they have no problem whatsoever using the brains that God gave them to be able to take care of every need that they have, you know, clothing in, is, as well. Okay. Um, Debbie had a, uh, I guess, an observation, which is pretty interesting. Um, some of some Bigfoots look like cavemen. And she wonders if perhaps we've gone into a portal into their world. She said, crazy, I know. We don't ever say that. We all feel that. But there are so many different cryptids out there. So, um what do you, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I mean, the giants are still around. They're not gone. And you have various different sides of that. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them may look more cavemanish. It depends on the lineage that's behind them. And it depends on what's coming through the portals. You know, there are timelines. There's been people that have been documented have gone back in time. Excuse me. So I don't rule any of that out. I don't think anybody's crazy ever. Yes. Exactly. Every. 
yeah. every question needs mm -hmm. to be looked at. Even if I don't know the answer, it doesn't mean it's not a good question. Right. But I think that all everything has possibilities. I think what we're learning as time goes by, and this goes back into why all, all of a sudden doing all this genome project, these things are out there. People's blinders are being taken off. This stuff has been here the mm -hmm. whole time. We have been programmed in our brain to believe that none of this exists. Mm -hmm. And the problem is when you program things, the programming eventually wears off. And right. people are seeing this stuff more and more and more. And people are asking more questions. And it's harder to keep people under control and programmed than it was before. And this is why the Genome Project's back. This is why people are seeing things coming out of portals. This is why some things might seem more like a caveman than others. I went and got something. To, you remember back to the clothing thing. You uh -huh. remember the naked, the naked man running. The yes. yes. Being terrified when he's naked. <laughs> well, the very next day, this right here was in the gifting bucket. Oh, my gosh. And he had what it was when I received it. So it was already had already been dried out. Whoa. And I said, look, Bobby. She gave you a little something for coverage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so cute. So, so yeah. oh my god! <laughs> Literally, That's this amazing. was from Asia. And wow! The next wow! Time, this was in the gifting bucket, and it's just a clump of feathers, but they have oh. been completely dried. Oh wow! Yeah. So, look, Sky said this is all you need. Bobby did not find it amusing. <laughs> But I kept those gifts just to show that they were dried out already when I got them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh they go to my neighbors and steal clothes off of their, their lines and they go and they grab their shoes and everything else. And then they bring them to me. Like, I'm not the tiniest of people anyway, but I don't wear like a trip, like a, a size 5X. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I could put my whole family in that. And I got up one day. And they had stolen a brand new pair of Air Jordan tennis shoes off oh, one of the no. neighbor's back porch that I don't know what the hell they were giving them to me for. So those were on my porch in a 5X pair of shorts. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I could put this on the bed as a covering for the bed. Like, I can't. What do you want me to do? And then I can't. What am I going to do? I can't take them back because these people are going to be like, you're stealing from me. Like, I feel bad. Now I don't want to take I know where my Amazon boxes are going to. <laughs> hey, we are all about the Amazon box. I'm just telling you. Oh, my. Um, hey, I had a question. Um, I'm going to ask about with with Grizzly. Um how many weeks ago did you hear that out? Was it owls? No, birds. It, in the middle of the was, that was no owls. I was um, one thirty in the morning walking down the driveway, just humping along, and I went to open up the trash can, and it was a it was a bird. It was two birds and one whistle, and then it was across the the. I live on a dead end street in the middle of the woods, and I turned around, and there was another bird behind the house whistling. It was even deeper. I was like, "Oh hell no!" Uh -uh. <laughs> no, it's communication. They're I letting know them know that you were out. Yeah, I mean, you know. They're like, it's watch how fast Grizzly can run, too. And I'll just my ass back in the house. I used to get bullfrog noises when there was three and a half feet of snow outside. I would go outside and there would be giant bullfrog noises. And I'm like, give me a break. You know, just forget it. Alert whoever you need to. There's no way I'm buying a bullfrog sitting out there in three and a half feet of snow. I get bullfrog noises, and um, you heard them on my on my audio, Grizz. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. And it's like, it just, yeah, like you said, out of no rhyme or reason, there shouldn't be a bullfrog. 
Wow. That's um, two days ago. I was standing on my front porch. I'm looking at my horses in my front yard. I'm looking right behind my barn at the creek. Well, the nearest cow is a mile and a half down the road. And as I'm looking at the creek behind the barn, I hear a moo. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was busting out laughing. I said, give me a damn break. That is not a good cow. That's great. <laughs> my horse thing raised up and was looking around. I was shaking my head and went back in the house. But it was just moo. Now, if I would have heard the moo, I'd probably have been laid out in the middle of the driveway. <laughs> but there was nothing there to see. He was just he yeah. Was yeah. standing there cloaked. And, and I was looking around, and he just decided to say hello. And that's what he did. Yeah. I have quite um, a humor. Um, uh, Lady Wolf had, had wanted to know, Jen and Robin, why are we seeing more cryptids now than ever? Do you think it's due to cameras and internet now or just as no. humans are, are headed it's for the energy. It's, it's the energy. It's the energy. It's vibration. The planet's more energetic now. The vibration is coming up on the planet. They're coming out. It's, it's going to happen. People need to sit back, enjoy the ride, and learn because we're all going to need to be educated on this stuff. Everybody, me included. It's not everybody are coming out. It's the it's the no, sauce. It's everything. Yeah, you know the ETs are releasing a lot of stuff, and they're done being silent. And that means good and bad ETs. They're not all bad. They really, mm -hmm. really aren't. Russell wants to is is wondering um, what do you think of medicine wheels and um, does Sasquatch make them? Personally, I don't. Yeah, I don't do medicine Americans. Okay. Yeah, that's a Native American thing, but mm -hmm. I don't do them because I don't know enough about them. However, I will say this, do I think it's possible for a Sasquatch to make them? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. They've learned yeah. Native American ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that's, that they did all of them, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think that that might be... Um, yeah, we, we, put, we took the trash out, didn't we, Grizzly? Sorry about what was going on in the, in the chat. We took care of that person. <laughs> oh, absolutely did. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, you it. I'm yeah. sorry, you guys are probably getting bombarded with some people that are not overly pleasant. No, it's, it's, that was just say. the one, whatever. Hey, and you know, we're all used to it, right? Whatever, you know, yeah. <laughs> troll. <laughs> I know. I hate uh, to put people in a situation where their channel gets attacked. Though, because no, 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 no. It's, it's just, we're, you know, it's happened before, you know, it just, it's the nature of the, of the beast or whatever. It, um, yeah, I think so. We do with the same group. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh my that's god, lately that's like I'm up so when I told them they couldn't talk about Pyridoria. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, they were you saw a whole lot of hate. Oh my god. <laughs> we were swatting people like they were mosquitoes. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Right, right. Like calm And I down. keep going on there. I'm yeah, like, I keep going on there and, and telling people, okay, if you are in a child type set of mind, this is a grown up group, you can leave. Yeah, go learn how to grow up, and then if you want to come back, you're still not coming back, but you can learn how to be a grown up. Right. You know, say if you can't be nice in other people's sandboxes, mm -hmm. then you cannot play. Right, because you can definitely have a, a friendship and a, and a, an exchange with somebody you know that you don't agree 100 percent, or maybe you just totally disagree, but you can act like adults about it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and what I don't what I don't understand and never will while I'm alive on this planet is the phrase scroll on by like there's nothing yes. out there that says you have to speak right. or type right if you don't agree if you don't like it yeah go buy it. it i mean you don't have to put your little emoji on there and you don't have to put your little comment well i think you're crazy right and obviously it's just pareidolia well yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. 
an ass and an expert. And there's, there's no experts in this field. And that <laughs> yeah, was no, my thing, you know, talking down to someone else. Yes. That's why um, I said, they're going to have to stop. So real, you know, one last question, I guess, um, is why? <laughs> and this is a rhetorical qu question for me, but ladies, would you explain why can't we get um, a, a clear picture usually of a cryptid? Oh, that's the easiest question in the night. Energy. Jane, you want it or you want me to? Take it. It's energy. Very simple. Yeah, they, they radiate the frequency. Yep. They radiate the frequency. They radiate the energy. And that messes with the digital camera system. And that's why it blurs. The reason Patterson Gimlin was, was clear was it wasn't digital. Okay. Yep, We've yeah. made it easy yep. for them. Because now that everything is digital, it screws it all up. Does that, if you that want sound to get familiar? Yes, yes, we just, yep. So, exactly. if mm -hmm. you want a picture of them, go outside. I tell this to everybody all the time go outside, just take random pictures in the woods and blow it up. Because what happens is if they're cloaked and you've got a picture of it, they're so busy using their energy and vibration mm -hmm. to cloak, it doesn't distort your camera. And they show up and they pop up and they're much clearer. Mm -hmm. Barb, you've seen my photos, haven't you? Yes, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I didn't know if you guys needed them for the show. I didn't know who to send them to if you needed them. Well, you know what? I want to have. We'll uh, we'll schedule you. Um, you know, I, I want to have you back on on and because okay. I'd like to hear um and 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 have you show your photos. Um, okay. I feel like I've gotten and I think I maybe it, I, it, what I I have so many people like mentors and all of you, you know, and all of you ladies and just and 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 gentlemen and it's just great because um somebody had told me just ask them if you want a picture of them just ask them yeah. and so i've had success with that i'm not saying they don't come up and they're like hey hi it's me you know but you can see them and yeah, it's like wow. just i mean you no harm and yes. as much as everybody likes to use the cameras and stuff and they do get good pictures from cameras um i carry my cell phone everywhere i go mm -hmm. it's never out of my hand mm -hmm. and they just think it's another part of my arm yeah, they don't exactly. any... and that's how I got so many they, good pictures on my cell phone. Yep, they don't care. Not, One uh, iota. Yeah. I've said that too because they're they're used to me being outside and having it, you know. Um, so let's see. I guess is do we have time for one more question? Yeah, last one. Yeah. All right. So why can Sasquatch walk in a straight line, hips and other issues? Just the I way they're built. It is absolutely the way they're built, but I I need to ask them that, don't I? Okay. I've never they're asked them that. I never thought about it, but yeah, when I watch them walk, I think the the way it rotates, and my own opinion is the way that it rotates in their hip is gives them the ability to do it. They have a very wide hip, and the sockets in it, like on a skeletal of it, the sockets on it are very very wide, and I think it's just the range of motion they have in that hip socket. But I could be completely hundred percent wrong. I'm just saying that, you know, from observation, that's what I would do. That fact that they bring their feet, their their calf, the bottom part of their leg up so high. Yes. For, yeah. It, it changes it. It changes the rotation in that hip. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they walk totally different from us. We barely lift our legs at all while right. we're jogging. And mm -hmm. they do it consistently. That back, that back part of that leg, that bottom part of that leg yeah. raises way high. And then they stretch out. Their toes are stretched out when they come down. They walk totally different than we do.
Yeah, yeah, that's well, ladies. I just really want to thank you, Robin and Jen. Um, yeah, Grizzly oh, and I, right? Welcome. You're just like this was just fantastic. I had um proposed it, and I I asked him about it, and he thought, well, I don't know if we can get anybody to agree to this. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna ask some people, and and I was so thrilled when you Why said, Why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm so thrilled to be here. I'll be with you guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I this is my you. first time, first time on here, so I was excited about that. I love doing shows with Jen, so. And then right, Barb, right. I adore you. I think you're the sweetest oh, thing ever. And I got to meet Grizzly the other day, and he was just as wonderful as can be. So oh, it was not you. even a not even a second hesitation for me. Well, I really appreciate that. You oh, just tell me, like, really quick, like, what do you see as far as with my Sasquatch? Kevin Royce told me that we have a baby. That there's a new baby. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I got it was a little girl. Okay, but I don't I don't know what Kevin did, but you've also got more than one new baby there. So oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I, I see two and you've got one more on the way there. So you've got that. I think you've got a really good situation going, Barb. It just takes time to nurture it. Mm -hmm. Study on the path you are. Don't change who you are. Just mm -hmm. go with it. Make sure you set boundaries as you're going so that nothing gets out of control. And it's all done on a mutual respect. They will respect your boundaries as you're respecting theirs. They do like you very much. I think it's a positive situation. I'm not picking up anything negative at this time. Awesome. Thank so you. So I see more interaction. She Thanks. had a juvenile sitting on her porch playing in her flower pot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was the cutest thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> and they, they look, the house light was on, you know, and it was just like they're sitting in the flower pot, mm -hmm. flower, yeah. flower pots, just seeing what they were doing. So they feel extremely secure around barb and and so, i and yeah. i and there were prints it was it was they were prints i i I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah you but see barb, me you I, have, I see where you have a beautiful energy and put it back down and look toward the window i'm like yes the baby was sitting right there so they obviously trust you a lot mm -hmm. oh, thank you what were you saying yeah. i'm sorry robin you have oh, a my. very beautiful you have a beautiful warm energy mm -hmm. and they are so attracted to it oh, like when they when they feel your energy it's peace that's what they feel is peace. Mm -hmm. They feel comfort. They feel the love. And that's why you're allowed to experience what you have. And that's why they're comfortable having children there. Oh, and great. that's why so many women have mm -hmm. really good encounters and have re developed relationships with clans of these, these creatures or these beings. It's because of that warmth. We radiate that warmth, not so much like men are, are more like we're the big bad protector. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, they're the protector, right? Take a but different, they have to, yeah. Women carry a different yeah. energy. So we're blessed in that, in that for sure. Definitely. I think so. All right. Well, sense. thank you, ladies. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much. I'm yeah. greatly appreciate it. Yeah, and everybody thank in the chat, so thank much. you. Have thank a great you, night, everybody. Thanks night. again. We'll be in contact. Thanks so much. Love you both. Right, take care. Love you guys. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.